On today's first round KO, we talk about the national championship for the college uh, playoffs. Then we talk about the NFL playoffs. We talk about the divisional round and the upcoming AFC and NFC championships. Then we talk about the women's basketball CBA um, and how big that is for the sport. We talk a little bit about the Major League Baseball cheating scandals and what happened there. And a little little stuff here and there uh, added in extra. Let's get it. Welcome to the most bust tier sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, aka Howard J. Dingers, aka Joe Burr KO. And I'm joined today by Hanson. Pew, 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 pew. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> That's me. You heard that right. That's Mr. Hanson McElvain coming to you hot on the mic. We're going to be rocking some hard sports talk tonight. We're going to be dropping some fresh rhymes and funky, groovy tunes to the sunlight. None of that's going to happen. No, it's not, but we're damn sure going to try, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we are 100% going to put our You know, that was that. that was a real, I did not think about that. Those are just words naturally flowing out <laughs> of my mouth. And it, you, it was beautiful. Your mind was made for radio, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Genetics. If it's I'm here in the, if I'm here in the fall, we need to do football together. Oh yeah. I've been I so that's funny because I've been talking to our sports director about trying to get me on doing radio and she really wants me to do it. And I would have probably could have tried hard to do radio this year if I really wanted to. Yeah, me and Cal were kind of setting it this year, but I, 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 I could have made an argument, but I wouldn't have gotten in. I could have made my argument. There. You could have made your argument. Yeah. So, but next year my spot's there, and I'm just I, saying, you know, if I'm still last here. Year, yeah, my last year argument was like I don't know football well enough, and I'm way too new. I don't have that argument anymore. So I, I'm very familiar with the team. Watched every single game this year except mm-hmm. the championship game because I was on an airplane. That's sad. Which was a very sad day. But, yeah, no, I'm totally game. Um, sign me up. I uh, I feel like I could bring some very Tony Romo-like color to a good commentating ca- like group. So. And I could I – can, I can learn play-by-play. Play. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> I, I will be the Jim McElvain to your Steve the Homer True on the Marquette basketball radio calls. Works for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, how have you been? Oh, I've I've been doing pretty well. Just got back from Florida. I went and visited my dad and the woman he married, and the children <laughs> they produced. Uh, oh, they're living down in a undisclosed location in the Orlando area, and moving to a new undisclosed location outside of the Orlando area, um, in the proximity of a high school by the name of Mount Verde. Which, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but that's where Ben Simmons went to high school. Okay. Yeah. That's where, like, a bunch of other people went there. Um, 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 D'Angelo Russell went there. Yep. Uh, so, there, there's a little bit of a list. Um, so, my, my, these, ch- sh- these children that my dad has produced with this woman, this woman is 6'7", and my dad's 7'1". 
Good God. The, the, the five-year-old daughter is about the size of a nine-year-old. Like, when we went down to visit her, we were just walking around the store with her, and I'm carrying her. And I'm getting really strange looks. People are just looking at me they're like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why are you carrying your 10-year-old child? <laughs> <laughs> like, because you look at me, so the, the, awful for radio, like podcast, but look at me like I've got this beard. Like, yeah. I look like I could be her dad. And my stepsister looked like she could have been my wife and, like, my sister was, like, my sister, like, my actual sister and, like, visiting on family because that's, like, the time of break, you know? So so I'm walking through the store with my giant child of a sister <laughs> and my, my baby brother who's two – I mean, sorry, this small child human who's not that small that my, that my father and this woman produced. The other giant. Yeah, the other – giant to be and he's not necessarily going to be tall uh this kid's muscles are like protruding from every crevice of his body um this woman my dad chose to procreate with the uh the man that she calls a brother called a brother she actually claims that he's dead which is a story for a whole nother time. Yeah. He's actually a football player at Rice. Whoa. So, yeah, like this might be a, a like a, a story for KO time, maybe even later. We'll see. Um, but he, he was um, uh, the only brother in a group of sisters, the sisters, the sisters, the oldest sister was like six, like four, six, three. She was kind of short, short, six, four, whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> a middle sister was six, 11 and um. She was an academic All-American at Vanderbilt basketball, had offered to be one of the first WNBA players, turned it down because at the time, way too new of a league. Absolutely. Um, she actually has a chance to get into the Basketball Hall of Fame for her career at Vanderbilt. Super and then cool. there is this woman my dad chose to procreate with who is six foot seven, and she played at North Carolina and actually started playing there a year like when she was 17. So she played 17, 18, 19, 20. Is this family by chance Dutch? Uh, very like, you know, when you go into a puppy mill and you get this dog that looks like it's like, well, that part's beagle, that part's like Dalmatian. Where did that even come from? Like yeah. that's a like that's a little bit of retriever up in the ear area. So that's kind of how we are with Europe, <laughs> where we're kind of like, oh wait, yeah, you got blonde hair, so you're like Scandinavian, but your beard is so red. You're like, oh Irish, yeah, yeah. Oh, you kind of got a bit of a gut. You're German. You're Polish. Like, my grandpa would drink copious amounts of beer. God rest his soul. He just passed away. But uh, he would drink copious amounts of beer. You, you'd automatically assume he's German. And he played the tuba and the, the baritone. <laughs> yes. I'm like, that's like screaming German. That's like, amazing. And he actually, they did live in Germany for a time, too. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah, long story short, went down to Florida. It was it was a pretty good time. Got to go to Universal for a day and got to see some of the old siblings and uh, the new children of the the most recent procreation period of my father. Um, yeah, it was a good time. H- how are you doing, man? I'm I'm doing all right. <laughs> I've been uh, since the dorms are closed. I've been living on a couch. <laughs> Yo, dude, I've got an air mattress, bro. That's all right. I mean, I, I stayed with this. It, these are two friends that I've known for my whole four plus years now at school. Um, I lived with them over the summer, too, because I needed a place to stay. And there's, over, al- there's always spots, places. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. There's always places. College um, is great. And I already found a place to stay for the summer. 
So I'm super excited for that. It's going to be damn near a full ass house just for myself. <laughs> nice. So, so we're hanging out at your place a lot because yep. I'm going to have a lonely ass apartment all by myself. <laughs> it's going to be dope. Yeah, that'll be uh, good. So I'm very excited for that. But yeah, I mean, I've just been chilling, working, playing a lot of Madden, uh, playing, yeah. you know, watching a lot of football. It's been a fun time. Dude, I've been, I've been playing so much of NASCAR Heat 4. <laughs> So, call me crazy, okay? What? So, these NASCAR games have had some pretty major issues in the past. Okay. I will be the first to admit it. Um, I don't think I've ever played a NASCAR (laughs) video game. Really? No. Okay, so there's a really big one. So, they're actually really big on, like, the PS1 Nintendo 64. I mean, I used to watch Um, NASCAR. I don't think I ever got a game, though. It was really big on Nintendo 64. My dad had 98, 99, and 2000. Like, and he was really big into it, like... I, my uh, I had a race car bed, and my room when we lived in Janesville was like actually if you go visit the house, it, it's no, it's always on sale, like it's always for sale, so oh, it's not okay. hard to get a tour. It I mean if anybody who actually is listening who cares to check it out, it's on Castlemore Drive, I think it is in Janesville. So if you really care to look that hard, it's not hard to find. It's a giant brown house at the end of a drive. Like the end of a drive. Yeah, and it's always for sale. There's pictures of it everywhere online. Um, I had this like loft bedroom that was hand painted NASCAR scene. Most insane thing ever. Like totally like unnecessary. But my dad felt it's so necessary to have that. <laughs> and we knew That's he knew awesome. we weren't gonna live there forever. But it was so necessary. So yeah. And then um so yeah, this this NASCAR game is actually not awful. The last couple iterations, one, two, and three just not handle well at all. They nothing like a good racing sim. Let alone anything you can play with a controller. Fair right? Enough. Because yeah. and I don't have a wheel and pedals. So I am going by the old thumbstick sure. and trigger button, which sucks. Cuz I'm getting like thumb arthritis. Like I feel like Yo-Yo Ma like trying to like play a string instrument with I, just I mean, my honestly, thumb. That's how I feel with Madden. Too, yeah. Though. So I'm sitting over here playing because you start racing dirt and work your way up and i'm racing dirt and you gotta go back and forth my thumbs like carpal tunnel carpal tunnel <laughs> which so. i'll probably have from working at a grocery store as well too oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. workman's comp yeah get your money um but on that topic though i actually got my playstation stats today from, oh, from 2019 geez. So I wait is this like like your stats and how long you were playing your yes. machine oh, so Jesus. i so uh, the, the ones that i wanted to focus on were my top three games and how long i played those games in 2019 so madden's number one no (gasps) madden's number two the show the show is number one okay almost by 100 hours holy so So, you know the show is coming to xbox right yes you know how excited i like i was i was actually going to switch over consoles the next generation because of it tom who's been on the show and he's our music director he literally got a PlayStation over Christmas. Like, I was going to, to because show. of the show. Yeah. But now I don't have to. I'll just wait That's the extra awesome. year or whatever it is. Because I'm going to upgrade my Xbox and get the new one. Plus, the new Brewers jerseys are going to be on the new one, too. Ooh. Um, but, yeah, MLB The Show I played for 345 hours. What's your GPA? <laughs> it's low. <laughs> Am I passing? Yes. Yes. Uh, Madden was 286. And WWE wow. 2K19. Because that was actually decent before 20 came out. It was not good. 19 is no, decent. No, it wasn't. It's a lot better than 20. No, it wasn't. That was 140. No, it hours. wasn't. It um, was not. Don't give me that. I, <laughs> I wish I... Oh, I do still have it. Because my total 
my total numbers are something just ridiculous that I should not even it should not be real. Um you I clocked in a thousand and sixty seven hours of total gameplay on my PlayStation this year. I played on two hundred and sixty nine or not uh, two hundred and sixty nine individual days. So there was only around about a hundred days this year that I didn't play my PlayStation. <laughs> wow. My longest that, that's substantial. You know that's the pretty stat, insane. The stat that I'm most proud of? Longest gaming streak throughout a, like you Is it start, like 170 days? Oh god. No, no, no. Like you you turn on your PlayStation and you play and until you turn off your PlayStation. Oh. Longest streak. 9 hours. I know what I can beat that. I can easily beat that. That was I, just this year. <laughs> yeah. No, I can beat that and that's pretty recent. So there's this time that I did this one thing that made me kind of impaired and I really wanted to play Xbox. And um so what I did was I went and sat down in front of my TV and let's just say I had some really good beer. Okay. Yeah, so I had some really good beer. And it really wanted to make me go play my Xbox. So I went and sat in front of my Xbox, stared at my Xbox for about a half hour, and then realized I had to turn it on. Then realized I really wanted to play the new Star Wars game. Oh. And my buddy had it, and we're like we're doing the game family share thing. Okay, yep. So I downloaded the game, and it actually went really quick. Shout out to DLK, really fast internet in nice. their buildings. So shout out to them. I actually really cheap building, too, so nice. Wow. Um, so, download the game really quick, like 20 minutes. Huge game, like 50 gigabyte game. And Jeez. I'm sitting there. I, pl- I finished the game. I 100% the game. It took me like 14 hours. <laughs> and I did it in like once. I think I got to, went up and got to the bathroom twice. And I ate like maybe once. That's just ridiculous. Like, I never, that's so uncharacteristic of me. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it was that inclined me to do something that drastic because I never do anything like that ever in any in mental state. Like, no, that's not that not crazy. eating for that long, too. I, oh and this God. is over the night. Like, this is like a Wednesday to a Thursday. Like, <laughs> that was I, the other thing. Like, I didn't have anything on the Thursday, but... <laughs> My prime time to play was Wednesday afternoons. Isn't that like when you should have class? Like... With, yeah, yeah. That's the weird thing. Or be thing. working. I only had classes on Mondays and Wednesdays this last semester. Like, Interesting. <laughs> I don't understand how that happened. Because I had Hawk Talk on Wednesdays, too. I don't even know how that happened. Yeah, but. dude, my schedule is going to be so busy with Hawk Talk, I, too. My, busy, my schedule is going to be interesting this semester. I actually got into classes. Go me. That's fun. <laughs> literally Love it just, when that happens. This past weekend, just signed up for classes. Uh, shout out to my advisor who got me into classes late because some of them were closed. You're the best. Yeah, there, there's good people out there. Anyway, let's talk because – Oh, wait. What am, what am I sipping on tonight? Thanks for asking, KO. So last time I was here, I brought a two-liter of Coke. And you know what? I almost was going to do that again and then was like, no, nah, that's redundant. I, I could have brought one from work. No, no, no. It's fine. So I'm thinking every time I come on, I do something a little different. I All get right. something I don't normally drink. I normally don't drink Coke. Like that's once again very oh. uncharacteristic of okay. me. Okay, okay. I've been doing a lot of weird things lately. So this time I'm not even that big of a soda drinker to be honest. But I'm not trying to stay up all night because I got work. I gotta wake up for it and go to it at 8 a.m. So we're doing caffeine free. By the way, that's not keeping us. We're staying up late if we, if we're staying up late. We're not going to bed early because I got work tomorrow. 
Okay. Um, I sit at a desk and edit video. I'm fine. That's fair. Uh, so I got caffeine free, crush orange and crush grape. These are these are the twenty fluid ounce versions. Yep. Yep. These are the one point two five pints. If you care to know the inferior grape and orange soda flavors. Yeah. Yeah. No. I actually I tend to agree with you. Yeah. I'm not a huge soda guy, though. That's fair. So I'm a very big soda guy. Normally, when I drink things like this, there's normally something else tied to it, you know, like <laughs> um, like anti vodka or cousin tequila. Um, you, you, you know, sometimes crazy uncle Everclear comes over to ah, play and, God. you know, he always just comes with no pants and everyone's like, what the hell's wrong with you, uncle Everclear? Like we told you last Christmas to put your pants back on. Clear alcohol so, is for women on diets. Yeah, but not Everclear. Everclear is for people that are trying to get That's salt for cleaning flat. out a wound. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, the, the next land speed record is going to be a car run on Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Jeez. I actually have stuff at the, our liquor store that is stronger than than Everclear. Bring it in. I'll do a shot of it. Oh God. I'll do it. I'll do it. Well, uh, well, yeah. So yeah, you're drinking that. Yeah. So this is like, this is also a way for like potential sponsors. Like, oh please. Like weird. Like, I don't care how niche your drink is. I'm just allergic to hops, so don't send me beer. But like, That's other than that, I am I'm of age. Ko is of age. If you need I some sort of like, I sell out to anything. <laughs> yeah, like we are so curious to see what the market may bring and whoever's listening. Yep. So, and we don't know who's listening, so this might be a good way for us to figure out who's listening. Kind of know. Who's listening. Yeah, like well, yeah, we know, but like we really want to know now who's listening. Drink vendors. Fun fact: large part of our audience is in California. Interesting. And more, interesting. More so than Wisconsin. Interesting. Right? Super interesting. Ooh, I've looked at the stats before. I'll show you at some point. Well, since you told everyone hey, what you're drinking, I uh, have a, I think, a 16, uh, 20 fluid ounce uh, Coca-Cola bottle in front of me. But I also have this one single can of a Redneck Riviera Howdy Do. I thought that said Honey Do. Nope. Howdy Do. It's Fruit Punch with a kick. Yeah. Um, Is it like the Mountain Dew old mascot guy kick? It's from... No, it's from it's it's made by um Rich from Big and Rich. Interesting. He also made a whiskey. I've heard it's not good. You know Conor McGregor has his whiskey, but he's, he says, "Dude, it's so good." Is it really? Because it's funny because he says he hasn't drank it th- in the last three or four months, and I'm like, "That's that's so bad for your marketing." He's drinking though. <laughs> I don't care. Proper number whiskey, G. <laughs> proper like. number twelve. It's super good. I I really enjoy it. It's a pretty big seller too. Anyway. Yeah, speaking of dumb athletes that like running into each other at high speeds. <laughs> so. Segway of the year. It's early, too, so that, that that's big. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, the better ones are coming. <laughs> Promise. 2020, the year of the segways. Oh, geez. Love it. Let's talk about the national championship game. That's the freshest in our minds. It just happened last night. We are recording on Tuesday night. Um, Clemson. Against LSU, LSU, the national champions of the year, forty-two to twenty-five. After Clemson had a seventeen to seven lead, is the one that I can remember. It was, I think, it was ten nothing at one point, maybe. I can't remember, but anyway, the seventeen to seven was the big point, and then it kind of swung into LSU's uh, favor. Huge game for Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence did not look as good, um, which is very interesting. Uh, it's. And, and I've heard so much of this debate about 
if Trevor Lawrence was coming out of the draft this year with Joe Burrow, who do you take? You, oh, it's okay. Pretty, it's, 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 it, listen, it is a very close debate in my opinion. I think whoever you pick at one, whoever number two is picking isn't mad because it, <sighs> I think you can, it's pretty easy to, to be okay with either pick. But the biggest thing in my mind was, I believe Clemson's defense was ranked number one coming into that game. Yes, and LSU was not far behind. LSU was ranked in passing defense 52nd in the country. Now, you have a quarterback who's playing the number one passing defense in the league against a quarterback who's playing the 52nd passing quarterback or passing defense in the league. The quarterback facing the number one defense did better. Now, yes, he's older. But he doesn't have as much experience, especially in big games. Trevor Lawrence has already won a national championship. And I don't Burrow just had one of the greatest college quarter college quarterback seasons ever. You're not gonna like what I have to say. I'm very uh, let's debate about this. I and it, it, okay, you're gonna understand where I'm coming from. Absolutely. Like I said, it's not like if, if someone came up to me and said Trevor Lawrence is a clear better quarterback, it's it's pretty easy to argue. Okay, so if I am the GM of the Arizona, okay, let's say I, I'm the GM of whatever team. Who's going to get the number one overall pick this Bengals year? Bengals have the pick. Bengals. Oh, they're going for a quarterback too. Absolutely. All right. So I'm whoever the hell is the GM of the Bengals, yes. and I'm sitting at my little helmet phone, and ready to dial my number in. Hypothetically, hypothetically, Lawrence is coming out. Yeah, hypothetically, both these guys are coming out because the NFL stopped being stupid and they're going to start drafting people when they should in their prime football years. Correct. Especially running. Backs. I take Trevor Lawrence. Why? I feel like Joe Burrow is having a Tim Tebow slash Johnny Manziel moment where, for whatever reason, he's viewed differently by college players. It, they're like hypothetically, or it's not. It's not hypothetical. They're putting in him on like this imaginary pedestal where it, it makes this like false fear that he's so much more than he really is. And he's not bad. Oh no! We'll cut that bit. Um, but he's he's not bad at all. He's amazing, mm. and I've he's a very talented quarterback and has a bright future in football. But I feel so. We thought the same thing about Tim Tebow. We thought the same thing about Johnny Manziel. The reason why I think that. Trevor Lawrence is going to be better off is because we know a hundred percent what he has. We have been watching him progress since he was a sophomore in high school. And he's also got one more year. Exactly. And he, he's been on the top of every single draft board as young as they go. He's always been on the top of every class. I've been watching him since he was doing the ESPN. He did that ESPN throwing quarterback camp. I watched all of that crap. Mm -hmm. He looked amazing. So we knew exactly what we were getting out of him. I would and I would pick him Here's, for that reason. Here is why the Tim Tebow and Johnny Manziel arguments are not good arguments whatsoever. Because Tim Tebow was a good college football player. And he won games. He won a national championship. It was a fun time. He was a good player. Most of those quarterbacks don't translate well. We know that. We know that now especially. Johnny Manziel. Remember, Tim Tebow was a guy that wanted to go out a year early and decided to stay back. Absolutely. Which he might have had a better career if he would have gone out that year early. Actually, depends on who he gets drafted by and all yeah. that stuff. 
Um, Joe Burrow, last year, only threw 16 touchdown passes. Go, go to a season later, Joe Burrow threw 60 touchdown passes, which yeah. is an FBS record. Is it still FBS? Whatever. Uh, not that. It's a college football. Yeah, it's still FBS. Yeah, FBS record. He's responsible for 65 touchdowns total. FBS record. 76.3% completion this season. Tied for okay, second. Okay, all right. Let, let, I, I have a comment about that stat, but continue. Okay. And he's also tied for third in the pe- in the passing yards with 5,600. Okay, so here's, here's the thing about his passing stats. Okay. Look who he's throwing to, man. I agree. <laughs> like, no, I agree. But- you've got the son of the best – Arguably the best wide receiver of all time. And he's like your third best receiver. And argue fourth, too. It, what? Yeah. Come on. All right. Come on, man. No. You make a good Trevor. Point. Okay. If Trevor Lawrence was in Joe Burrow's Trevor situation. Trevor Lawrence has had good players, too. I know. But if Trevor Lawrence had the receiving core that Joe Burrow has, I bet you Trevor Lawrence throws 65 touchdowns. Listen, ETN, great running back. He's got T. Higgins. He's got a lot. Of, he's got weapons, too. Yeah. Clemson, Clemson is now getting those recruits that normally go to Florida State, normally go to Florida, yeah, normally they, they go are to going Alabama. North, yeah. They're getting a lot of those recruits now. Here's the other thing about Joe Burrow. He is he's throwing a good ball. Not only like yes, he's got good receivers, but when you watch Joe Burrow compared to Tua, and I I am huge on the Tua bust bandwagon. Oh yeah, Tua's he's gone. He's going to be terrible he, in the he, NFL. He needs to be a tight end or Listen, something. <laughs> now don't don't we're gonna that's gonna get into some Lamar Jackson stuff. I don't I Tua could be a quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a long term starting quarterback. There's a league for guys like him. It's called the XFL. I wouldn't mind Tua in the XFL. He'd I be, wouldn't either. He's got a bit of a personality on him too. Tua when I watch Tua, he is throwing to wide open receivers. And he's not hitting them in stride. And yeah, you, you, and that's like the best receiving core in the country and, right there. And the receivers are literally playing rock, paper, scissors to see who gets the touchdown receiving route. Yeah, <laughs> it, like that's not even like a metaphor. That's actually it's a, legit a thing. thing that yeah. happened. The player who won that rock, paper, scissors got the touchdown on the next play. Joe Burrow is hitting people in stride. He's, his deep accuracy is incredible. His decision-making is incredible. His... And, and reading and reading the defense too, he goes through progressions better than any college quarterback I've seen in a long time, probably since Andrew Luck. This dude, ever since he did not make the Ohio State team, he went over to LSU. He only threw 16 touchdown passes, but he, his progression from not even being like the fourth best quarterback in Ohio State to becoming this Heisman Trophy national championship winning quarterback means he has that drive. He's in an NFL offense already with NFL receivers playing against an NFL defense and some of the best defenses in the league. This isn't whoever had the record before him played in Hawaii. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. This is Joe Burrow playing LSU, playing against SEC teams, playing against Alabama, playing against Auburn, playing against Georgia, Clemson. He has played some of the best defense, and he's still set this record. He, this dude, and he played in NFL defense. That defense for Clemson is yeah, good. That that whole defense could stop three quarters of the NFL. It's pretty so easily. good. Yeah. 
and it's run like a de- it's run like that defense. That, I mean, okay, like so th- those top, the top ten schools are run like NFL programs now. I agree, but I, but like the schematics, both of that Clemson defense that he faced. Oh yeah, no, totally set up like the the the, the yes. two free deep. Yeah, oh yeah, and he he struggled early, but he read it and he kept with it, and he obviously threw. A yeah, he played like an absolute monster. Like you just don't see that anymore. Like, <laughs> and he's going to translate, especially. Uh, um, in Baltimore, Bengals, Cincinnati, he's going to translate very well because they run a very similar offense to what LSU has been, just been running. He is, I, sh- I won't say far and away better than Trevor Lawrence, but he is the most NFL ready. Trevor Lawrence is a great athlete, and he's going to be a very good quarterback, but Joe Burrow has the potential to be something special. The, the recent uh, comparison that I've heard is Joe Montana. And I think it is one of the best comparisons I've heard because it's absolutely true. The well, footwork, the smarts, the, the it looks like he just drops passes deep. And I have yeah, not seen that in true. so long. It just drops in the receiver's hands. Yeah, his passes are spot on. He's like in, just a, like in an Aaron Rodgers esque way, too. Yes. But so here's my thing about Trevor Lawrence. I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence has a couple inches on him, too, right? A little I, bit big. He he looks a lot. bigger. I think so. I think you're right. He looks a lot bigger. I'll look. Um, but Trevor, like you said, the the raw athlete. Trevor Lawrence's arm, I'd say, is a little more powerful. Could be. Yeah, Lawrence like, is probably stronger, faster. Yeah, he definitely taller. the better athlete. And I just like you said, I I don't think Trevor Lawrence is fully developed. But if no, if but if I if hypo- this hypothetical situation of. Burrow versus Lawrence, and I'm Cincinnati. Inches. He's got two inches on him. Yeah, so two inches, probably another three or four on the wingspan. Um, I, I know he's got about 20 pounds on him, at least in muscle. So, I mean, I think I take Lawrence because Cincinnati— he's got four pounds on him. That's it? That's man? it. Okay. Well, he's definitely got a bigger frame to put weight on. <laughs> so that's okay. Even more to the point, Cincinnati would be better off, I think, taking Lawrence because you're not ready now to win. You've got time to develop this quarterback. Get yourself a couple they have young talent on that team. They're not going to be making the playoffs in the next three seasons, two seasons, maybe three seasons if they Burrow does Listen, something for them. Cleveland's not doing anything. <laughs> we you know that they are one coach away from something really magical happening. I don't Cleveland. know, Stefanski. We're gonna we're gonna do a coaching episode at one point because I think all of them are pretty much set now. We're gonna do a coaching episode, Stefanski. I'm not sold on. And we're going to talk about that. But yeah. Pittsburgh, they're kind of on the edge. They might be a rebuild type of thing. Big Ben wants to stay. I don't know if he should, but they're going to be I don't know if they soon. should want him. Baltimore is there, but eventually Baltimore it, is going to – I I just th- – I, I, Joe Burrow is the future of whoever drafts. The Ravens really got to trade RG3. I they, don't think he's going to start anywhere. Well, they have him under contract, so he's got to be worth something to someone. He's a good backup to Lamar because he plays like Lamar. I, I guess. I think that's the perfect spot for him. I don't. I feel like there's there's gonna, there's going to be teams that are going to want someone like him that are actually might potentially Could be. need him. Absolutely. So I'm I, just saying, keep an eye out for it because he's one of the most likely backups at least to get traded. I would. Yeah, I, I would that. think. I could see that. Mariota, I think, would be up there as well. Mar- Mariota would also be up there, but he's actually still, I would think, starting caliber on a lower level team. Yeah. So I. 
and I this is no knock on Trevor Lawrence. This is all my praise towards Joe Burrow. I have fallen in love. I I legitimately have a jersey in the mail on the way here because I absolutely love this dude. He his mechanics, his footwork, his decision making, his work ethic. Apparently, he declined several interviews with ESPN because he was working on like preparing for this game. He's like, I gotta go find. I gotta go figure out this third down. That, like just that one third down, he didn't want to do. He his work ethic is incredible. His and not to mention his off the field, his moxie, his swagger. Did you see that video so, of him sitting cross legged, big, big dick, with yeah, the big dick, big Joe, dick Joe hat, yeah, and he's in the smoking cigar. the cigar, and he's got okay. That all right, all right. So <sighs> let me explain something to you about the business of sports. Joe Burrow was a professional athlete three games into the season this year. I believe it. He knew once he his QBR was like hovering around that 80 to 95 mark around those right. first three games. When you're putting up numbers like that on a team like this, you're bound to be doing magical things. So somebody around him, maybe even somebody at LSU was like, hey, look, you need to find some people. You need to get some people in your ear, the right people, Could maybe be. maybe outside of your family. I have a feeling that there's somebody in Joe Burrow's camp that is helping him personify this big dick Joe thing. Like, it, not like calling it that, but like the whole like being a badass and being like the, the I have to work. Because he's, he's cool Joe. I It's a front. I'm sorry. It, it's a brand. I think it, it's his personality. I like yeah that might be who like he is but he's milking it for all it's worth and why not and I, exactly he's a brand you yeah, know that's what and you're supposed exactly. to exactly so like I said I feel like he's been a professional for months already this is this is a well calculated well oiled machine I think he's gonna translate phenomenally into the NFL I, I think Cincinnati will be a very good landing spot for him I think so he will be the face of a franchise immediately he could potentially. Uh, convince AJ Green to stay. If you got a guy throw a guy like that who could potentially come in and be way better than the quarterback that you've been stuck with, I mean, who's been throwing the ball down there? Andy Dalton. Still, I mean, yeah, but this year, who got? Oh God, Ryan Finley was the quarterback for a lot of the games this year. Exactly. See, they would have rather have had RG three. Dalton actually was like leading the league in passing yards at one point. Their I'm talking about the other bad. backup. Like you go oh, out Finley, there, and, yeah. yeah. You go. They put in. They put in Finley to tank. Oh, got you. They, they, got they, you. They, they, they sat. Yeah, because they okay. knew they were losing. They put okay. in Finley basically to tank. Um, they were testing their options. Is what, yeah. Is that what the Bears aren't unintentionally <laughs> doing every year with this new quarterback? They tend to keep around. That's a whole another discussion for another day. I yeah. Long story short, I think Joe Burrow, possibly one of the best college quarterbacks we've ever seen. This was, I, I can agree. Yeah, and this was, I mean, pretty unarguably the best college football season we've ever seen. For, not only as a quarterback, but as a oh, team. I and in general, just college football is really good this year. <laughs> so good. Like this year. Utah. Where the hell did Utah come from? Good Utah for them. Good. Their defense was outstanding. Okay, but here's what I'm gonna say. We know Trevor Lawrence doesn't have the work ethic of Joe Burrow. We know that. Like, well, at least I mean, yeah, to like what fair. we know about Joe Burrow. I could. So here's what I'm gonna say. We saw the numbers Trevor Lawrence put up this year. He's got one more year left. Yep. 
Oh, y'all better watch out. <laughs> I'm honestly he lost his, this is the first game he lost since his senior year in high school. Just in a very sour loss. It's going to be a revenge tour next year. He is going to I am sorry teams. to the rest of college football. I, you, you, Hammer you, Clemson as the national they better next year. Wish, they better wish that the NFL quickly changes their acceptance rule in the draft. And I don't even know who might fight them. Like, it's not going to be Bama. Wisconsin's going to be garbage next Wisconsin's, year. Wisconsin's, I mean, I believe in Cohen. We'll see about the new running back. I don't think we're going to be, we're not going to be that good. Our, our offensive There's line no will be fantastic. Oh, our absolutely. defensive line will probably be very solid. And that will probably be the extent of it. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. The I, I have questions about the quarterback situation. I, I, I'm not a big Cohen guy. so I believe I, I am a big Cohen. We can talk about that at some point. Too. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> but, that one hurt really But the hard. only team I can actually see still competing with them is Ohio State. But they're losing Chase Chase Young and a bunch of their DBs. They're they're losing. I don't know about Justin Fields. Jacob Dobbins is, is like a USC gonna start popping back up, or an Arizona State gonna Someone magically could. come back in. I'd or? have to I'd have to look more at the recruiting recruiting classes from this year. There's gonna be coaching changes, so I don't think Baylor's gonna be a good again next year. Is Lovey Smith building something in Illinois? Not to that extent. Not at think. least not yet. I don't think so. No. Almost, at some point, he's been though. there too. He's been there way too long to not. I think if something was going to happen. I think it would have. I, I guess. You know I mean, they I mean. keep getting better. They do. You, you know, and credit to him, at least. Maybe he's just getting a, a hold on this college football thing. I don't know. But, I mean, to look at this game, Clemson, and Clemson had a great defensive plan coming into this. Yeah. And Joe Burrow just figured him out. <laughs> and they figured out that he could t- attack that 1DB for um, Jamar Chase, and it worked. And... I, uh, Trevor Lawrence, he just he looked shaken. I don't know what it was, but Trevor Lawrence did not look solid uh, in this game. Okay, I'll really I I gotta reiterate the receiving yards thing because you're talking about Joe Burrow hitting these guys. I just saw these numbers. Yeah. All right, Chase <laughs> averaged twenty four almost twenty five yards up up pass. That's because they were all deep. Jefferson, twelve yards average a pass. I wish I had uh, Eduardo. Edward Edwards Harrier. I can't read that from here. Clyde Edwards Elaire. Yeah, whatever. That, yeah, eleven yards. Marshall fifteen yards. Moss now, seven. Seven. Ar- Randy Moss's kid was last. Yes, he was. To argue, because yes, they had a. I want to see the yards after catch, because they were not very big. Joe Burrow was bombing some of these, but throws. they got open. They got open. That's. To a point, on a couple of those deep throws, they weren't. That, that's fair. They were. I mean, they were well covered. They were open, but they were well covered. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and I mean, also, uh, he had a good offensive coordinator who is now the offensive coordinator for Carolina, I believe, who just got hired today. Uh, I'm trying oh. to think of his. I can't think of his name. I, I'll I'll pull it up. I know that, but yes, the LSU offensive coordinator got hired in. Um. Carolina today to go join Matt Rule. So is there not enough money in college football to keep a guy like that around? I think it's just a good opportunity. See, Maybe it's more. No, I, I think there's got to be money there. Because I I don't know from a football coach's perspective, but at least from a basketball coach's perspective. Oh, I'd stay in college. There, there's some college teams I think I'd rather work for than some NBA teams. Okay. And Carolina kind of being one of them. I don't know if I'd want to move to Raleigh. 
Joe Brady all the time. Like I, I love the city, but like maybe that might not be my cup of tea. College football and college basketball too. Very well. College. I see. I don't know. I don't know. LSU is the like the, one of the top five most like football and basketball. As I would say, are two different things. I would rather coach in the in college basketball than in the NBA. Personally, I would personally rather coach college basketball than NBA, and I would rather coach NFL than college football. I guess but that one's less a lot rules closer. in the NFL. That's that a lot closer than the basketball analogy. Yeah, I would not want to coach in the NBA. It's no, it's I, it, it's the NBA is just it's a players' league. Unless it's like a pop situation. Or like if or like a bud situation because there, there's Spolstra. a Spolstra. I mean he's, he's but Spolstra's like the same age as some of the older guys on that team. Too. So like he's it's like the player thing. But yeah, I, I I I'm just saying, I don't know what happened to Lawrence, but I don't think this game is indicative of who he is. No, I not, and not we say Joe Burrow is gonna be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Go down Lawrence definitely. Is- Lawrence these guys is are gonna be neck and neck. These guys are going to be back-to-back rookie uh, offensive rookies of the year. First round, first, no, yeah. overall first round picks. So and like, easily. I yeah, and I the, would lo- absolutely love to see them duel in the Super Bowl at some point. If if we can <laughs> if we can somehow get Trevor Lawrence in the NFC, please make that happen so we can get Bengals and whoever Lawrence drafts well, or gets drafted to. Maybe maybe that can be a bit of our segue here. We can kind of see. That speculation that we're not going to try to make. Well, right now. <laughs> just standings in general, because I actually haven't looked. Detroit at the... Lions. Yeah, I, I was thinking. I was thinking like, what <laughs> NF, what NFC teams are kind of like? Yeah, maybe the Rams. That's something. We at can some look point. At. Ah, they paid too much money to golf. Maybe when Trub- Trubisky finally goes and dies in a hole. <laughs> like th- that's just like I. As a pet, I'm so sorry for Bears fans. Oh yeah, it's I'm terrible. So sorry. Like why? At least you got two teams for baseball in Chicago that you can kind of pick and choose, but can't do that with football. You know, Chicago North, we're the green and gold baby. Come on, come join us. It's a fun time. We're a public we, team. You can buy some shares. We actually, <laughs> we play in January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of NFL, segue. Let's move into the what happened this weekend. We shall. We shall. Uh, NFC or AFC first? I started the AFC. AFC. We'll start on Saturday where the Tennessee Titans did the unthinkable, and they knocked off the number one seed and the MVP, but most likely the MVP of the NFL. I don't think it was unthinkable. No, not at, not no. at all. I, it I, was, me and Cal. We okay. Yeah. Me and Cal said <laughs> we picked the Ravens because it's hard to pick against the Ravens. Like I. If the Ravens would have played a good game here, which they didn't. No, they didn't. Like, at all. <laughs> like, And I'll get into it in a second. But they could have won this game, and they probably should have. But me and Cal both said, the Titans definitely could do this. We just didn't pick them. Here's what happened. The Ravens were rusty. And this is not taking anything away from Tennessee, because Tennessee had a great game plan to stack the box, take away the running. Yeah, they and, knew exactly what to do yeah. with Lamar Jackson. And they and they made Lamar throw. I think Lamar threw 49 times or something. Yeah, like it was, 50. yeah 59. He's 31 for 59. Listen, Lamar, I, I think he's a great thrower. He should not be throwing 59 times. And but No, that's, he's a running back. What? And, <laughs> no, no. Um, but uh, Tennessee just had a great plan. and But at the same time, they looked extremely rusty for not playing basically two weeks in a row. And 
Lamar was overthrowing people. He wasn't getting what he, he, he the, the team. There was a lot of drops. There was a lot of undisciplined penalties. Yeah. There was just they just weren't ready. It, that's what Baltimore this, wasn't ready for this season to go the way it was. Like they they didn't. Could I, be. I don't I don't think they were expecting to be this good. And if they if they knew they were going to be this good, I think they would have done some things differently in the off season. Like what? I, I feel like they would have bolstered up their wideouts a little bit more. Maybe maybe tried to focus. Tried. <laughs> they drafted Hollywood Brown, who should. I mean, he was the first receiver picked in the draft. He probably should have been better than he was. I mean, he's not. He's quick, and that's that's kind of how they built this team. Yeah, I mean. If you have, if they knew they were going to be this good, I feel like they'd even be willing to give up some picks to go get some guys. I think you're probably right. So, I, yeah, I, maybe this, one, maybe maybe that's what this off season has in store for them. I, I, mean, I don't know. At least in the draft. Yeah, they, they got to be going for talent on the the out like tight end mm-hmm. people, good hands. And I mean, we saw last year in the draft huge wide receiver talent. Even yeah, late. and I think this year's in, I think this year's draft is going to be just about the same. There, there's going to be some guys talent. this year that are going to be some there's, pretty nuts at home. There's some names. There, there's a running back that any team would be happy to have coming out of Wisconsin. Absolutely. But name of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. But who yeah, I'd love I, to see in green and gold. Um, <laughs> take trade up Packers. <laughs> everyone says that, and it's just not going to happen. It, you know, they are more likely to do it now than ever. <laughs> strongly they, 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 they are willing. They listen. Ha- they have an asset to trade in a running back right now. I want it to happen. We're not going to trade Aaron Jones. <laughs> don't even no. No, 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 no. Listen, in my ideal situation, Jamal and um Aaron Jones's contracts are up this season. You sign Aaron Jones, you let Jamal walk or you trade Jamal uh, and then you draft Jonathan Taylor. Then you run Aaron Jones and Jonathan Taylor until one of, until Jonathan Taylor's rookie contract is up and then you make your decision based on that. That's my idea. You just run a two-headed monster behind Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. They both can catch, too. Oh, you dirty bastard. That would be gross. I'm just saying. But it's not happening. Yo, we got to do that. (laughs) We got to do that in Madden. Okay. Can can you set up schemes in Madden like that? Absolutely. You can because there's there's, – Can you do it in Madden 19? Because there's power (laughs) running backs and – can you – I think you can in Madden 19. But there's power running backs and there's third down running backs, so you can okay. set you can set like Aaron Jones is your starter, but then you can set. I'm just Jamal talking about like the formation where it could be like Aaron Rodgers and then Aaron Jones. Oh, that's and a Jones. thing too. Um, It'd the be, Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay yeah, one runs that a lot. That would be wild. But anyway, because that'd be <laughs> fucking scary, dude. Back to this game, Derrick Henry's an animal. Yeah, he's the only yeah. he's the only running back to run for more than 180 yards in his first two playoff games. <laughs> like he's just an animal did you see how fast he was on that 50 yard run <laughs> he was out running safeties <laughs> you, you and know, he threw a touchdown pass you know there's a small event coming up called the olympics <laughs> and it sounds like we have some issues with our sprinters and their drug issues and it sounds like this guy has passed drug tests because the nfl put him through pretty rigorous ones around this time of the year yeah so, hey, yo, Olympic team, get this guy some, like, spikes. Get him on the track. Holy hell. He's so fast. What For a was big that? Dude, too. And he, 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 he stiff-armed Earl Thomas so hard that Earl Thomas started blocking for uh, him. Yeah. That was incredible. I, Derrick Henry is he's, – he's untackable right now. And that's not a word, I know. But that I have to make up new words for Derrick Henry right now because he's just – 
incredible. I don't want to see – I think Tennessee, as a Green Bay fan, if we somehow win this weekend, and we'll get to that, if we somehow win, I almost, I don't know who I want to face. Do I want to face Patrick Mahomes, who can probably drop 500 on our secondary? Or do I want to face Derrick Henry, who could probably rush for 500 on our defense? Yeah, no kidding. I it's, it, it's incredible. And Ryan Tannehill has thrown for, I think, combined 151 passing yards in the first two games. 153, I think it is. This defense and and their defense is good. Tennessee is just a team of destiny right now. And that's what it's coming down to. They they had the, the stars are aligning in their favor. They they had the balls to switch from their franchise quarterback to this new guy that they traded for in the middle of the season, and it worked. And Tannehill does what he needs to do when he needs to win games. And now does. they have a trade asset. <laughs> it's incredible what Tennessee is doing, and I'm excited to see them versus the winner of this next game. Yeah. Which was a wild fucking game. I was having so much fun watching this game. So let me explain to you what happened. <laughs> so I walk into I'm, – I'm staying with my grandparents in Janesville. I've been helping take care of my grandpa. And I walk into the living room, middle first quarter. It's like 14 to nothing. It's like 17 to nothing. I think it went, it went and 7, 14, 21. Actually, 24. Yeah, it, at, at the end of the quarter it was twenty-one to nothing. Right. So it was four. It was zero seven fourteen then. So it was fourteen nothing. I walk in, like, wow, Grandpa, what's going on? My Grandpa was the beginning of Alzheimer's. Still all there, but he, right. he short-term memory loss. Honestly, I just think those boys from down in Texas are getting their ass whooped. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I went away, and I was hanging out with my grandma. We went shopping, got some stuff done. I come back. I figure it was going to be a blowout game. It looked like it was going to be a blow, blowout game the whole time. I was it, checking it out on my phone. Twenty four nothing. I was. It was twenty four nothing, and I'm sitting there like, "Well, this is stupid. Yeah, no, I, I might as well go play Madden now." But I didn't. Obviously. And then there's a guy named Patrick Mahomes that did this one thing that led to fifty one of those other things, and like. Wow! I, what? I shit you not. I'm watching this game at 24 to nothing, and I'm sitting here thinking, okay, Patrick There's, Mahomes in this offense can probably come back, and it'll be a close game at in the, the end, fourth right? quarter. Yeah, right. I shit you not. This dude put up 28 in the second quarter. It's the second time this season that he's thrown four touchdowns in a quarter. I'm pretty sure he's the only guy to ever do that, right? I, probably. I think so. I think I heard that somewhere. Look, he, they are the first team to be down by 20 in the first half but lead at halftime. They're the first team in NFL history, not only in the playoffs but I think in the regular season, to be down by 20 and then win by 20. And they score. This was such a wild game. Kenny Stills on a 50-yard touchdown which was a beautiful fake bubble to Will Fuller. Three DBs went into him, and uh, wide open. Stills was just wide open. It was yeah. a beautiful play called beautiful run. And then the blocked punt, which that, to me, right there, felt like, okay, this is this is Houston's day. Kansas City just hasn't brought it. They look dead. And, they, and, and that's the thing. Their first drive was a drop by Denard Robinson, I think, with, yeah, a drop on third down to bring up fourth down would have been a first down. Second drive, 
drop by Travis Kelsey on third down would have been a first down. That doesn't happen. Travis Kelsey doesn't drop many balls. Robinson does, but I mean, those things don't normally happen for Kansas City. And then you come right back, and Darren Fells gets a four. They drive right back down, and Darren Fells gets a touchdown. And then they get that field goal to start off the quarter. And that, right there, was where the tide turned. Because it was only a 31-yard field goal. That means they were on the 14-yard line. On fourth and one, Bill O'Brien's got to go for that. Stomp on that throat, Bill. Stomp on that throat. Go for the fourth down. Go for the touchdown. So are you telling me that you think the Texans win the game if they no, go for it on no, fourth no, and no, one? No, 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 Because no. you know what? I could argue that they would have. They might have. Yeah. It would have been a closer game than yeah. that 20-point win by Kansas City because right then and there, Kansas City then goes, okay, hey, we just held them to a field goal. We're right back. We're still in this. Yeah, yeah. We, it's not a. It's still a four-score game, but it's only twenty. Look what they did us in the quarter. We got three more of these exactly. damn things. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes, what does he do? He scores in less than two minutes. He scores more a than what they scored the whole game so far. Less than two. Less than two minutes. He scores a touch. Yeah, they get a touchdown. Seventeen yards to Damian Williams. And then, and then the other moving point where Bill O'Brien then goes, oh, I should have been aggressive here, so I'm going to be aggressive here, and I'm going to fake a punt on fourth and five, which was the most obvious fake I've ever seen because I knew it was happening when they lined up. And the guy didn't check out of it, and the defense knew it was happening too, and the defense stopped him. So then they get a short field, and literally a minute after, a minute, the 50 seconds after their last touchdown, they get another touchdown. It's now 14-24. And then, Travis, and then they just keep their defense then got the momentum. Their offense got the momentum. They went into half 28-24. Then they scored two more touchdowns. They scored a touchdown on seven straight offensive yeah. <laughs> yeah, possessions. It, it was like what they were doing with touchdowns is what they were doing last night in the first quarter with punts at the college football playoff <laughs> championship. Yeah. It was it was one of the most insane things I have ever seen in my life. And listen, I actually think that Bill O'Brien is the reason that the Houston that Houston lost this game. I think Maybe. yes, Kansas City is that good, but you should not start on a 20 21 24 should have been 28 point lead and then lose by 20. You know, this is one of those games that when they're talking when they're talking about playing Patrick Mahomes and Canton twenty years from now. Th- this is one of those games that's in those top five on that list. I completely agree. So, and good for him. Good on him for playing that well. That was insane. What sucks for Houston is that Bill O'Brien is not only the head coach, but the GM of the team. Yeah, he's got a lot of power. And over he's there. not going to fire himself. They already said that, and they're not. The owner already said this week that they're not bringing in anyone else to be the GM. So it's still going to be Bill O'Brien with wearing those two hats. You know who else is the only other coach in the NFL who does that? Bill Belichick. He's actually good at it. We don't know what he's good at because we've been learning a lot about cheaters in sports recently. I agree, but why is he not getting punished? Oh, it's coming. It's coming. I promise you it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. caught so many times. He hasn't. It's coming. It's going to happen. I'm I telling you. I think Belichick is in. Karma is going to come up and get him. Probably. Because, because, because here's what's going to happen. Roger Goodell's not going to be around. We, we think that he could be gone actually a lot sooner than we could imagine. Really? Like, I'd be okay with that. So I know it's getting a little bit off topic, but like, I, 
I I have been hearing and seeing some potential things about governors wanting to potentially figure out a way to get rid of their current commissioner because <laughs> he sucks. He's yeah. so bad. He's like bad. if like we held a, a vote for the NFL commissioner like we do for president, there's no way Roger. Oh my god, is that an idea? XFL. Yo. Hey, Oliver Luck's gonna be a great commissioner. Yeah, I, I'm actually, I'm pretty excited for that. I'm myself. so excited for But, him. like, yeah, come on. He's going to be great. Yeah. But, yeah, I I mean, I feel bad for Houston fans because they have a really talented quarterback and a really talented wide receiving and core. A very talented defense. Yes, and it's all going to be wasted because of this head coach. And I, th- this dude could be coaching for the next five years. Maybe, maybe he switches fire. up the staff around him a little bit. Maybe, maybe, but maybe. He still calls offense. He's still. I, I just, maybe I, somebody's different whispers in his ear and gives him some different advice on some listen, plays. And, I hope because I, especially because Connor's one of my close friends and he's a huge Deshaun Watson fan. I hope. I hope because Watson is a great quarterback and they're a good team. I love JJ Watt. Obviously, being from Pewaukee, I, I want that team to be good. They've they've been one of my teams that I quietly cheer for. But with Bill O'Brien as head coach, I just don't see it. But Kansas City, Andy Reid deserves this. I think Andy Reid deserves to go to the Super Bowl. He deserves to win a Super Bowl, in my opinion. Um, he deserves it, but I don't think he's gonna. It, it, all right, so we'll talk about that game. It's gonna be it's gonna be Tennessee going to Arrowhead to play Kansas City. We're gonna talk about that game, but first we're gonna finish up the divisional round weekend. We start. With a stupid game. It was, thank God, the worst game of the weekend was the first game of the weekend. (laughs) So we got the bad taste out of our mouth right away. I was like, oh, I hope the whole weekend is Because the the other three games were phenomenal. The other three games were great. Um, So we had the Vikings uh, going to Santa Clara, I believe is where they actually play uh, the 49ers. uh, 27 to 10. Garbage game. Garbage game. Garbage game. Not fun. (laughs) The Vikings' offensive line is not good. They couldn't get Delvin yeah. Cook going. These were two teams that shouldn't be playing in the playoffs. I, You know what? Not Okay, at least no, not no, no, each no. other. No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. I'm making a completely separate point to what to what you just said. I completely agree with okay. <laughs> I hate the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, they suck. They completely ruined what my playoffs should have been. Why, what else did you want in there? I wanted... To play the New Orleans Saints this weekend. I wanted them to come to Lambeau. Right? Here's the thing. I don't want to lose to the Saints in Lambeau. We wouldn't have. I think There's so. There's no way we would we would have beat New Orleans. Drew Brees trying to – the way he plays and the way we get pressure up the middle and the way he play and in the cold outside of a dome, we would have beat him. But, okay, that I wanted to beat New Orleans. That that was my ideal, I, okay? I also wanted to avoid Seattle. But I also wanted Seattle – this play San Francisco this weekend so that they could potentially take out San Francisco this weekend. But that didn't happen. So we had to play Seattle. We could beat Seattle. Then I need Minnesota <laughs> to somehow pull off another miracle and beat San Francisco and they can't do it. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I really you ruined my plans. Don't want to go play in California. Two Not weekends where in a row, they ruined my plans. Not where this we was just be. terrible. And I mean, I don't blame Stefanski at all for what – I think they only had 147 offensive yards. I don't blame him at all. That was just – and I'm not blaming Kirk. Kirk didn't have a good game, but I'm not blaming Kirk. The defense was just too good. Their, the Minnesota offensive line was not good enough. Thielen wasn't 100%. And 
I still don't trust Diggs as a receiver in general. But like once again, he's still pretty young. He's got potential. Absolutely, like, he's got time. No, right now I don't trust. Him. Yeah, definitely. But not. that offense matching up against that defense, there's no way I saw more than ten points on the board. Yeah, look at that. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then on the flip side, that defense who stepped up, excuse me, stepped up last week, but was struggling this season. They finally showed themselves again. Where this running, this running. Kyle Shanahan can run on command with any three of those yeah. running backs. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's Coleman, whether it's Brito, whether it's Mostert, he can run with any of them. Whether it's Juszczyk, any of them can run for 100 yards at any game. and Which is terrifying because ter- we're not amazing against the run defense. No. Or with the run defense. Let Jordan the Howard run. run for like 103, 130 yeah. yards. Um, I'm just worried about... <laughs> Having to go play out there. That's I, I understand that Aaron Rodgers is going to be in a different mindset now because he's Aaron Rodgers and he's just amazing. There's going to be a couple different mindsets. But yeah, so we you are can't jumping. Tell me you're not worried about it. Oh, I'm 100 like, oh worried. <laughs> we're we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we we're going to come yeah. to that game after we talk about the Packers. We're going to talk about that NFC Championship and then the AFC Championship. Yeah. So Seattle versus Green Bay. This is a fun game. <laughs> like, so let me is, let me explain you how my grandma describes Russell Wilson. <laughs> okay. He's just the sweetest guy. Why would you ever want to be the guy like that? But I want to punch him in the face kind of too. Why do I want to do that? That's <laughs> so accurate actually. <laughs> because he really look at him. He's he okay and he's a good guy. He really is a good guy. So I I really do like Russell Wilson. One of the I I hate him. <laughs> one of the guys on the Pat McAfee staff cut up his interview after the uh, Eagles game, and it was a minute long interview, and he dropped in forty seven cliches. I'm not kidding, forty seven different wow. cliches in a minute interview. It was kind of amazing. Listen, I don't like the guy. He played at Wisconsin, and he always off. Oh, I'm from a whole pack of Badgers. You transferred there for your senior year because you were losing in Nebraska. I NC State. NC State. You're right. Sorry. But still, you couldn't win there, so you wanted to come to Wisconsin to a better program. And then you still lost in the Rose Bowl. I yeah, I, I didn't like him. I, I've never liked him. And then he went to Seattle, and he's been a terror to us. But he can't it, win at Lambeau. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So it's so weird. Okay, nobody in Seahawks uniform can win Lambeau since 99. I, so. real, though. And I don't know. This was just a weird game. Russell Wilson was the leading rusher in this game. What? Yeah. 64 yards. Jesus. Yeah, I Aaron even, Jones didn't do shit. I honestly haven't looked at this. You, you, yeah. This game. He I 62. Think, what are you? Okay. Three. I'll take three yards of carry. On if that's a bad day for Aaron Jones, I'll take that. Fair, fair. You know what I mean. Fair. Okay. That that still gets you a couple fantasy points. If you're uh, still counting. Although about half of those was in one run. Now that I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, I was about to say he had one really nice one, and that was about it. Big question. Was it a first down? Yeah. It, of course it was. So if you haven't seen this picture, I I retweeted it on the first crown KO uh, page. Devontae Adams put it on his IG story. The yellow, we've always been told this. The yellow line is not official. No, you have to understand, like, that's a digital thing. Yes. Like, there, there's a lot of room for error when you're talking about how close some of these calls are. And I just, and I have it saved on my phone because, of course, I do. And it's just, like, 
And that's the other. Here's the other. Thing. However, like it was a, it's close. It was, it's super close. I will say the spot that the ref gave us immediately after the play. Very generous. It was a very generous spot. I was saying that at the time. But on the replays, there was no angle in which you can see the football short of the. You can then you, guess then you where can't the football call is. it. Exactly. Then you can't call it. That's that's what's beautiful about there these rules. There's no way to overturn it. Yeah. And and I get people's frustration because yes, there is the stigma that Green Bay gets all these calls. I don't. They agree got a with lot it. of calls against them I, in exactly. this game. See, I. I thought I was feeling the exact opposite this week. I'm really, as a former athlete, even though it was just in high school, <laughs> I'm trying, and now as a fan who is a Green Bay fan and gets crap for being, you know, blaming the officials, I'm really trying to take officially hitting out of my head. Because yeah, yeah. as a player, that's what you have to do. The officials are going to be bad a lot of games. That's just going to happen. And as a fan, I think we just have to accept that, that there's going to be blown calls on both sides, and I really just need to start taking that out of my mind because that happened here too. Listen, I like what the Packers' defense here. Of course, Russell Wilson's going to come back late in the game. We were playing pretty damn defense, but our offense was finally clicking, and Aaron freaking Rodgers. Uh, Devontae freaking Adams. Yes. <laughs> I told Cal last week when we were doing the previews for these games, Aaron Rodgers is not only going to be more involved in the offensive play calling for this game, but he's going to be... Aaron Rodgers. He is going to kick it into another gear because now it's playoffs. Now it matters. And now he needs to not be Superman and win the games for us, but he needs to be Aaron Rodgers of old to help us win those games along with this defense. And what four sacks from the Smith brothers, I think two each. Yeah. Tell me not all pro suck my ass snubbed. Suck my ass NFL. I love what green Bay is doing. I yeah, Aaron Jones, too. I have to mention that. Suck my ass, NFL. Suck my I, ass. Yeah. Aaron Jones had the what? most touchdowns of the year. What? He had the most all-purpose touchdowns. It, it's because you're playing a little Green Bay. I'm sorry, bud. It's frustrating. If you're playing for the Rams or even the Dolphins, you'd be on an all-pro team this year. Um, Damn. I do need to say uh, Lazard needs to step up a little bit. He also got hurt. He, you're right. He did He get tweaked hurt. his leg real pretty. In a, in a fun contortionist way, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is bad for you. Good so. to see Sternberger getting as much playing time as yeah, he Yeah, yeah. I wish Jake would catch a ball. Uh, me too. <laughs> um, I, hey, special teams, though. He was big on those. Yeah, you know what? Tackles. You know, Whitewater people are always, you, you play where you count. And if he's making his money there, that's cool to me. He's still doing the yeah. thing. Hey, hey they, they had a shout out to Wisconsin Whitewater on the cat, the, 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 the sports cast. Um, so. I also. Listen, I like Geronimo, and I want to like Geronimo. Yeah. We need to stop trusting him. I He dropped I think it was a pretty big third down or something yeah. like that. But, I listen, he can he can be the fourth string, but I, I really think it should be Adams, Lazard, Kumaro, maybe even MVS at four, and then Geronimo. I think that should be the order. MVS at four, yeah. yeah. I, I might even put MVS over Kumaro. Yeah, I, it, yeah, yeah. but MVS hasn't really – Jake doesn't he, drop that many passes. MBS but does. He's been he's been dropping the last couple, which he doesn't really get thrown to. Which that could be him not getting open too. That's I'm not trying to defend. Yeah. You know, yeah. What I, mean? I just it feels like MVS. Maybe he does get open a little more. You could be right at three. I well, MVS. I, I think. I think. Guy, yeah. I think Geronimo needs to be dropped down on the Jeff chart a lot. Or traded once again. Love trade it, assets. Absolutely. He is a young potential piece for a, a team that might really need a guy like that. So, 
Green Bay now oh, has— Oh, really quick. Yeah. Mercedes Lewis. I don't— Su- Okay. Super underestimated role in this game. He did a thing. You have to admit he did a very good job blocking. Yeah. Like, t- like types of tight end blocking that you don't see unless it's like a lineman. So I agree. Uh, you got to give credit where credit's due on that one. I, I had to we, shout that I out. I hate when we throw to him. Yeah, but, you know, I, I get it. He's like a 50-50 when the ball goes to him. It's lower than but, that. But as soon as he has the ball in his hands, you know it's not going anywhere. He he, he fumbled in the— He I, fumbled once. He fumbled once. I'm just saying. He, I, he got hit listen, just right. I'm a Jacksonville fan, too, so I know Mercedes Lewis, and I am not the biggest man. fan of that man. I just wish he was old Mercedes Lewis. All he right. was so good. So, rematch of week 12, I believe. Green Bay went to San Francisco. Oh, you mean when we went to Helen Beck? Yeah, no. I, I forgot that ever happened. This is going to be different. Several reasons. Now, I will preface this by saying, I am picking San Francisco to win this game. Obviously, I'm cheering for Green Bay. Obviously, I want Green Bay to win this. As a prediction analyst... I am picking San Francisco for this game. But here's why I think Green Bay has a better chance than they did week 12. Coming off the bye should be an advantage. For whatever reason, it was not this year for Green Bay. Because they're a win-dirty team. They're, they're not built for exactly. bye weeks. Yeah. Traveling to San Francisco, there was a weird thing where they came in late or something. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to make excuses. These are just things that... Yeah, they, they, they add up. They add up, yeah. Exactly. Um... I don't think that was the Daylight Savings weekend. I think that was the Chargers game, um, which they have a weird – I think they're 0-6 in the last six years on, on Daylight Savings weekend, which is a weird stat, right? So I'm going to remember that That's got to be a coincidence. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. I mean, it's fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and obviously they weren't – they hadn't seen this team before. That's the biggest difference. Once you see a team – that's why the second half of the year when you play your division games again – those are big games because you've already seen the team. You can game plan better. You know what's coming, and it's it's going to be a better game. Now we've seen San Francisco. Our offensive line is healthier. I don't know what Balaga. If we don't have Balaga, that's going to hurt big time. He's just yeah. I I don't know what his thing is. I don't know what it. But we we need him healthy. Wasn't we, he just an illness? I thought so, but he didn't play most of this game. I well, thought. no, he warmed up and then didn't play. Yeah, I saw. So him I, I'm hoping it's like a flu or something. That's what I'm hoping. So if we have him, healthy offensive line, huge. We weren't healthy. In That's the, like the healthiest our line has been this deep in the playoffs in a long time, too. Like probably since we the Super Bowl. And we weren't healthy week twelve. No, no, we weren't. You're right. <laughs> we were like all we're like second string all the way across almost. Just about. I think Corey Lindsay was the only starter. <laughs> Might have been third string on right guard or something. something yeah, like something that. like we that. Yeah, it was bad. It was oh, bad. Coming off the bye week, too, which was weird. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is obviously playing better. Even though it's just the one game, that's really all he needs to get hot. Yeah. Um. So now he's he's in playoff mode. I'm not worried about him. Aaron Jones is a bet. We're a better running team than we were week 12. Oh, yeah. We're just a better team. We're This is our first year in this new offense, and I think we're finally starting to click. On offense. We're starting to get year two vibes. You're right. That's exactly. a really good way to put it. We're like we're starting to understand what's coming. Yeah. Exactly. Now, what happened on the very first drive? Again, when we had the ball, what happened on that first drive? Do you remember? I don't. We fumbled the ball. Aaron Rodgers fumbled on a sack, and they got the ball, I think, inside the 10 or the 5. So it started bad. It started off awful. So, 
So as long as you don't pull a McCarthy fake onside kick to begin the game. As as long as our first offensive drive, I don't even care if they score on their first offensive drive. As long as we on our first offensive drive get a touchdown, I think we are fine. Because not only does that keep us in the game if they score first, but even if we score first, that is such a big momentum builder. Uh, coming off of that game that we had weeks ago, if we can score a touchdown on that first drive, that gets the monkey off the back, that puts it everyone, that puts it in everyone's mind that hey, we can score. Yeah, we're in this game, and that's just a total switch of the mind. And they are a first quarter team. They really, truly are. Aaron Rodgers exactly. is the first fourth quarter and quarterback. Listen, San Francisco, they're a great running team. Yeah, they're not necessarily built, and that's a, that's another thing I want to talk about with the next game too. They're not necessarily built to come from behind. They can. No, yeah, you're right. They're they're built to win ahead. They're built they're built to play ahead. Yeah. So I think Green Bay has a chance. And I talked myself into this week twelve as well. But this is a much better opportunity than week twelve. I think this is a different Packers team than week twelve. This is going to be a more a more focused team. This is a playoff Aaron Rodgers. I feel good going into this. Boy, what the hell is wrong with you? You think Aaron Rodgers is going to win this game? Come on, man. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is going to walk in there, casually throw like 350 passing yards. I, listen, I hope. Like, he's going to go in there like he's like freaking like like Drake at a strip club and <laughs> like his passes are singles. Here's the other he's thing. going to be hitting those receivers like it's nothing. Here, Here's the other thing. Last year, playoff predictions. I was four and four, and then I was three and one in those in the first two weekends. This year, I was three and one, and now I was three and one again. These two, but championship weekend last year, I went over two. I picked the Saints and the Chiefs. Cool. So, so I'm what, picking the Niners and the Titans yep. this year. <laughs> so I, I'm normally right about this stuff for some stupid reason. I love it. So let's try to break football. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly think Aaron Rodgers didn't throw for over 300 yards. He's going to have a QBR over 110. With a good game plan and quick passing so that that defensive line – because D. Ford and Nick Bolsa are going to have a With game. With the way the O-line's playing, it doesn't even need to be quick. If it's, But they're good, though. Like, I I, I don't want to have Rodgers try to throw it at five seconds. I, I want him – Oh, to, I'm saying, like – I want him to drop back and be a quick yeah, out drop route, back quick three slant. or four steps – and you've already got a guy. I'm good with 10 like a yards four away. or five step drop every once in a while. Yeah. But I need three step drops most of the time. But here's the thing: Rodgers can take his four or five step drop and then just quick get out of the pocket for an extra two or three this steps. Is an athletic defense, dude. I especially just I worry about Quan, him getting hit after the throw. I guess especially with Quan Alexander. Yeah, he is, it's scary. It's scary. Him being back for that defense is huge. Well, this is a week where we might not be using tight ends as much, so Mercedes Lewis type guy is a really we big. We should. We should. That's the thing. We should as a block. We need to use exactly that chip. Yeah, that's, we need to use him a lot because I, I and I know there's a lot of stats. I'm a big. Sorry, my nose is like running. No, down. you're good. I'm a big Warren Sharp fan. I don't yeah. know if you know who he he's a big analytics guy. He's yeah, he's yeah, heard of him, yeah. the analytics. It's just you're more you're more successful, especially with play action, if that tight if you're running that even eleven or that twenty two or twenty one 
set where you have two tight ends or you at least have the one tight end, that extra blocker. And if that running back stays in, or if you're running a 22 with two tight ends and a, two running backs, have one of them stay in. That's Aaron wild Jones, business. Aaron Jones <laughs> can run a route out of that. Danny Vitale can block. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that can happen out of there. Robert Tonian can go and Mercedes Lewis can block. Like, there's a lot of things that can happen out of that. And I think we need to utilize that. Big time. We need to try to mask something. We need to get something going on this. That you might be thinking next season, even so. I, you know, you know, I, like yeah. that's a major scheme overhauling, which they might do. Like I could totally. Well, I they they got to change something. Lafleur is very good at changing schemes. Yeah, he's not Mike McCarthy, sucker. <laughs> he's, he's very good at adapting. He can go burn in hell in Dallas. <laughs> I, I do not feel bad for like I feel bad for Dallas fans. They're getting Trubisky. At all. They're getting the Trubisky of the coaching world. Like. <laughs> Like he'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. Jabisky's okay. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. Also. He he can only throw to half the field. <sighs> Beautiful sound. <laughs> so yeah, no, the Packers are gonna win. Just because right. I say you're not. All right, you got a score? Should we do scores? It, it's gonna be a doozy. It's it's gonna be like a like a forty eight twenty four shindig. I'm thinking. Wow. Aaron doubling them? Yeah, I I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna pull one. Of, like it's gonna be a bo- like it's gonna be fun to watch, but it's gonna be a boring competition. Here's the other thing too, and I said this going into week. Like 12, I think Jimmy Garoppolo just chokes. I see. Here's week twelve. He's I not said great. This. I Green Bay's defense thrives on turnovers. We know this. They're they're just about the same as New England. New England is better overall, but we yeah. both, we both strived on turnovers. Jimmy Garoppolo is not he he. Early in the season, at least. I don't know how he was late in the season, but early in the season, he was at least throwing one pick or fumbling the ball quite often. They are very turnover prone. Uh, and this, prone is, this is not a guy in his game, if he wants to be successful, where he can allow that to happen. If we can get the ball first and we can score first, that's a totally different feel than the last game. And yeah, the, yeah. Garoppolo trying to do too much, it could happen. It. I'm really hoping... You know, there there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that are like Garoppolo that have the potential to be very good quarterbacks but have one major flaw that keep them from being great and his is that turnover he's so turnover prone. So far, yes. Yeah. And I unfortunately and don't see that changing anytime soon with him. Aaron is not. Yeah, and I <laughs> Garoppolo is a near Aaron Rodgers in a way, if he really wanted to be. Minus that one gripe, not quite as. But he, but yeah, and he doesn't have as much leadership skills either. He seems very vanilla to me. Yep. Like I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo is like one of those extra quarterbacks that you go against in long shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So, um, like he's good. You'll you'll see him the rest of your career and your my career stuff. But you always beat him. He, he's perfect for this kind of San Francisco team where they're very good at running the ball. They're very good at defense. And he's there as a game manager. Yeah, I feel like San Francisco's like roster level over all the players is very like level. And as opposed to some teams that are like very up and down, it's, like yes. they, they have a very level level of talent. Like it's equally spread. It's not like they have a more heavily packed like wide receiving core. Over their like yeah. defensive backs, if you know, like yeah. I feel like they're very evenly spaced. I could argue the defense is way a little more, a, a little more, but like it's, it's not like they're focusing. They have like a, a thirty million dollar quarterback, and no. then they've got four, you know, hundred thousand dollar practice squad wide receivers. It's a so. very young team too. Yeah, I mean, you take out that's Richard a Sherman, potential. And it's a very young, young team. Yeah, Sherman's not what he used to be either. So he's still <laughs> great, but 
They don't even have Reuben Foster this year. No. <laughs> They're going to be good. They're going to be good. Yeah. Uh, all right. AFC side. Tennessee Titans going to Kansas City. Take on the Chiefs. All right. Here's the thing. I really want Tennessee to win this game. Let me be very clear. For those of you listening, I'm leaning forward in my chair because this is <laughs> this is one of those lean forward moments. So here's what I'm thinking. I don't want to play Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I see. I said it earlier. I don't know who I'd rather face. Oh, I'd much rather play Tennessee. I don't think we can stop Derrick Henry. Yeah, we can. I really don't know if we can. I can guarantee you we can't stop Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> we can't. We we are. Can... Our defense is not good enough. You know it. You know it. I trust our line. But we that beyond that. He's going to get around the line. I, I, I trust I one know. guy in that bet. I trust one guy on the defensive side of the ball for the Packers to get him. That's Blake Martinez. That's like one of the only. Be, be, I trust Z. I trust be, yeah, Okay. Besides the brothers. Like I trust Kenny. You see Kenny chasing down Russ last night. He, he's, or, he's, he's, he's not getting Mahomes. I'm telling this, this guy. He's something different. He's like, oh, I, oh, trust me, I know. He's a slower Lamar with an arm, like, and and much more. Yeah, I and did. much smarter. I think you're. Right. I think you're right. I think I would rather face Tennessee. Yeah, I would much rather play Tennessee. But but there again, I don't. <laughs> Derrick Henry is still going to run for 180 yards on us. That's fine. If that's if they get 100, if they get 200 yards on the game. And 180 of them are from Derrick Henry rushing. I will sleep easy at night because we won that game. That's, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Because we've played teams all season that are run heavy, but we don't give up any passing yards. Like we'll give up like 10 or 15 passing yards, and they'll go for 210 rushing yards, but we still slap their ass by 25 or 24, or whatever. Because the game, the game that I think of is the Philadelphia game Thursday night at home, week four, where. Jordan Howard ran for, I think, 130 yards. And Carson Wentz still had a pretty good game because then we were trying to stop the run and he could then pass. And he's an athletic quarterback. Ryan Tannehill can do what he does. It's 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 a it's a pick your poison. Now, give me give me Tennessee. I that to me, it's a no brainer to me. It's a no. Now That's who you want to face. Yeah. Let's look at this game. We're going to be playing Kansas City. But I'm just saying, like, give me Tennessee. Like, I thought we were going to be playing Baltimore, to be completely honest. 100%. So, to now see that we're not playing Baltimore, I'm like, I think we're playing Tennessee. I hope we're playing Tennessee. We might win another Super Bowl. <laughs> now you – I think hmm, I think Tennessee wins this game. Yeah, I, 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 there's something – there's a part of me that really wants to – okay, but for just – for the sake of the goodness of my heart, can you say Kansas City with your track record with these games? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, so I'm yeah, thinking okay. like I'll, I'll I'll pick Kansas. City. Tannehill gets hurt. Mariota comes in. Mariota throws <laughs> oh, for like Mariota throws for like 200 yards. He has the game of his career. He ends up pulling a Carson Wentz and the rest you of his career Nick or Nick Foles and yeah. the rest of his career is set. I'll pick Kansas City. And okay, because uh, honestly, like 
I there's a part of me that just thinks the Titans are going to win. But I just Patrick Mahomes. I Patrick that, Mahomes. Listen, that defense – and listen, the Tennessee Titans have already beaten the Chiefs this year. Yeah, yeah. It's already happened. They're very good at keeping your quarterback off the field. Obviously, with that run game, those you then cut down a, what should be a 12-possession game. You then cut that down to about an 8- or 9-possession game. So you do need efficiency. We did see last week that Patrick Mahomes can be quite efficient with seven possessions. Extremely, yes. Extremely efficient. Aaron Rodgers-esque efficient. But if they come out slow like they did last week, and, you know, Houston is not built to play ahead. We And and I think that yeah. very much showed. And yeah. I, I, I guess I failed to bring that up earlier. I They have Carlos Hyde and... Duke Johnson Jr. at running back. Oh. <laughs> Neither should be number one guys. Oh. Let's be real. Carlos Hyde was good when he had Kaepernick alongside of him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So, but now you look at a Tennessee team. If a Tennessee team gets up even 14-0, like we saw against Baltimore, which is very – Tennessee's defense is no laughing matter. It's going to be hard to slow down Mahomes, but they did it once. They have a game plan. They can come in and they can slow down Mahomes. They can get him off the field and they can keep him. You off know the what their field. game plan is? It's something very similar what they ran last week hmm. against Lamar. It's something very similar, right? Load the yeah, it's what ten. It's it, what the like, Colts did. Yeah, it's like it's like almost the identical thing. Like you load the box and you make sure that he just doesn't. You throw a couple free safeties back. Make sure he doesn't throw the ball down the field and make sure your backs stay on the corners. What you do is you take away. You focus on these sh- on the short passes. Yeah. You take away the dump off to Damian Williams. You take away the Travis Kelsey in the middle. You make him throw to Sammy Watkins, who has been awful this year. He had a really good game this past weekend. Don't get me wrong. But you yeah, take when they most needed but it you, too. You make him throw instead of giving him an eighty percent chance of c- completing it to Travis Kelsey, a ninety percent chance to Travis Kelsey. You make him take those 50-50 balls deep, which which Tyreek Hill, yeah, he's going to catch more than he drops, and they're going to complete more than they. But those are, they're, they're more risky, they're less, uh, they're, they're a lower percentage of plays. You take away those high percent plays up close, and that's how that's how uh, the Colts beat them early in the season, and I'm pretty sure that's how Tennessee did it too. And I think Tennessee has the athleticism on defense to do that. But, it's the only way they can do it. But like, this is Patrick Mahomes. And this is what Patrick Mahomes I have to I have to argue for Kansas City to convince myself here. Patrick Mahomes, we saw last week turn on another level, and I think that's gonna continue here. He's gonna be back in arrowhead, and he has something oh, to prove. Scary. He has something to prove after last year and what he and this season. Like he didn't put up the numbers that he did compared to last year. And he has something to prove in these playoffs now. He's not just a regular season big stat guy. He wants to prove that he can win this. And Andy Reid obviously still has offensive plays. He didn't blow them all in the first four weeks this year. So, where's the Super Bowl this year? Miami. Which is why I want Tannehill to play there. <laughs> in what stadium? It's in the Miami. In, uh, hard, StubHub? Hard Rock? No. Hard or Rock. Hard Rock? Isn't it small? Hard. It's not like a soccer stadium. I don't think so. I think you should look that up. I oh, know it's is, there. wait, is it their new? Is it the newer one? Yeah, it's the new. It's the Dolphin Stadium. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, where, where, I know what you're talking you about. I was the... Oh, I'm thinking the Chargers. They're the ones that are playing in like StubHub <laughs> yeah, right no, now. Miami. Yeah, 
I was thinking Miami was playing in a soccer place for a while too. Whatever. I'm pretty sure it's Hard Rock, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think you're no, you're right, you're right. I know what you're talking about. And they got like the swimming pools and stuff up in the balcony and all that garbage, like Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> that's not watching football. Get me a cheeseburger and a hard alcoholic hard beverage. Stadium. Okay. Yeah. Um, I. I don't know, man. Like, if it was in the dome, I would feel really comfortable saying the Packers have it all the way. But. We're playing outdoors in in a place where Aaron Rodgers does not play well, as we've learned, at least as of recent. I am nervous as hell about this game against 49ers. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I think we somehow come out of it magically because Godgers, as Corey likes to say, Godgers. Um, I, I think we end up playing a Titans team that is not as scary as we were expecting. So you have... You have Packers Titans. I got Packers Titans. Packers beating them. San Francisco. You've got the other one, yeah. Which honestly, if we have to lose, either way, I'm cool seeing any four of these teams play in any combination. Here's the thing: I want three of the four teams. I would be okay with winning the Super Bowl. Obviously, I want the Packers, but I'd be okay with Kansas City. I'd be okay with Tennessee. For some reason, for some reason, I just do not. I don't feel good about San Francisco winning it. I don't think they deserve it. I think they do, though. They had a really good year. And go, dude! They had the number two pick in the draft last year. They're not. I I get that. I think you're underestimating how good this team. Maybe, is. maybe, maybe it's because we don't see them a lot here on the east side of the country. And see, as that's much. the thing. I watch a lot of red zone. I've saw a lot. Of so them this year. yeah, I, and I I've act, I've watched quite a bit of red zone more that's than they bad. have in the past. That's good. Like, but they, you know how normally there there's that team like how the Patriots have felt like you just you know they're just good. Like you, you know it. Like you can yeah. just you get that sense. I don't get that sense about the 49ers. which is fair. But this is kind of a new regime. It's a newer. Uh, uh, I get GM. that sense about the Ravens, though. This it's is their first year being big like this. Yeah. So I got that sense immediately. Even about Jacksonville for a couple weeks in there, I felt like they were one of the scariest teams they, in the NFL because they they, really they were should. they were they really should be. Carolina, another really good example. I was scared of Christian McCaffrey all year. Oh, absolutely. So I just I I don't feel I get, that same fear. Of the I get that, and that's the thing. This was Jimmy G's first playoff game last week, and now you know he's going to have to have another one here. Is that pressure going to get to him? He's a turnover prone. It's going to be a good. I, game. He throws it's at least gonna, at least a pick and a fumble, like it's or or two picks. There's Some, at least there's two, one turnover. There's two turnovers. Guaranteed there's a two, turnover. Two. If I'm taking one over, in the first half, first I'm quarter. Over under on two. Oh, we're over. Okay. Over. I, yeah. I, are we talking two in the total game or two just for San Fran? Uh, just for San Fran. I, I'm still going over. So you're saying, I'll, I'll say one and a half, but two, or, yeah. Two. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the two on that. All right. I'll, I'll take the, the up on that. Because, yeah, I, I really feel like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I at least an interception. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Like, I, I, there's yeah. some big hands in the backfield for the green and gold. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, all right. What are, what are we talking about next? Uh, how about that WNBA? Absolutely. Shindig Let's talk about the new CBA for the which is then, lit. WNBA here. Um, which I I really wish they'd do a better job like laying out this information. Well, like, here, okay. So here's what I have. I so okay. League wide salaries are seeing significant bumps with top players set to earn over five hundred thousand. Originally from the hundred fifty thousand, like, which more was than their triple max. the previous max. Every player gets her own hotel room 
and players receive full salary on maternity leave, there's potential for a 50-50 revenue split. And to to be completely honest, what they're getting in that is damn near a 50-50 exactly. split already. Exactly. Um, WNBA is still not extremely profitable yet. Um, it's getting a lot of funding from the NBA. That's Which why Adam okay. Silver. Ha- yeah, no, it's not bad at all. No. That's why Adam Silver has such a big say in what goes on. Um, but, I think this is awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. I I am extremely happy to see this. Yeah. yeah um, also, a fun little WNBA blur. Brianna Stewart set to return to Team USA for their scrimmage against UConn. Hell yeah! That's gonna be really cool. That's I, super I, I'm great. excited to see that. That is pretty cool. Um, uh, but we were talking about this in the car ride over. We were talking about. The, the marketability of the WNBA. Right, yeah. Um, what a lot of people don't understand is the WNBA plays in the summer. And the the regular basketball season, like when the men play, the women go overseas and play in professional leagues everywhere else around the world. And that's where they make their money, their real money. So I raise the question with this new CBA of, what's the potential for where these teams should really be playing? Like, what what is the market? Where should they be marketing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really think it should be marketing mostly into Asia and into, yeah. into Eastern Europe. And I, and, I mean, it makes sense. Like you said, they play over there a lot. Well, th- yeah, that's where they're professional. Like, Australia, New Zealand, mm-hmm. like, China, Japan, Taiwan, and then Northern Europe. And, like, that's, like, like where all the pale white people live. So like, there's markets for it. I think it's a, and if you market it well out there and you make it affordable enough to watch online, like I've got ESPN Plus right now. I actually pretty frequently watch like G League games and stuff. So if they make it easy enough for people to watch out there, I don't understand why the WNBA couldn't become a larger brand. I completely agree, and I think going worldwide, obviously, within um, you know in the United States, it could, it could still grow. There is still room for growth, obviously. Yeah. But I think as an immediate way and just for the future in general, I think, I think there, there is that big market across seas where you could go there and you can make an immediate impact and overall your growth will just be bigger over time. Like it's just, it's just kind of common sense really. (laughs) Yeah. I, and we, we see this across all women's sports. There's this issue of equal pay, getting paid enough. You know, it goes all the way over to the U.S. women's soccer team. And right now, um, with the professional women's soccer team that Anne-Marie follows a lot, mm-hmm. um, the NWSL, I believe it is. Something like that. Um, yeah, NWSL. And then Chicago Red Storm. Or, um, so, the, like, the WNBA is the leading women's professional sports league in the country. In our country, at least. Right. So, this is, like, groundbreaking. Like, people have to understand how groundbreaking this CBA deal is. Extremely groundbreaking. Like, the fact that people don't want to, like, I was talking to some buddies about this, and they're like, oh, watching women's basketball is like watching basketball, like, in the 50s with a bunch of white guys. I hate that. Which, yeah. You know what? But have because you I've, seen them handle the ball? Like, I've watched WNBA games. They're fun, man. They're quick. But people who say that kind of crap 
Don't and watch like, them. They don't watch them. They nah. say people, oh, it's like watching high school basketball. Oh, it's like, yeah, that's because you pro- the last women's game you probably watched was your high school, high school team women's basketball game. Probably it was haven't awful. won a game in five years. Yeah. Now, I will say, there are some teams in WNBA that are not entertaining to watch. Yes. But that's every league. But it, it, they are good athletes. Uh, sorry, they're New York. Athletes. Awful. They're, oh, my God, is New York bad. But they're oh. great athletes. And yes. They're oh. fun to watch. Their ball handling like skills. Like Phoenix right now with Brittany Griner. And, yes. Oh, my. Yeah. and Deladon. Deladon Honestly, out in D.C. Favorite player. Yeah. And you got Brandon Stewart and Sue Bird out in Seattle just kicking yeah. ass and taking names. Yeah. And, it's, it, and people, Ve- you can't forget about Vegas. Gold, absolutely. The, yeah. The, yeah. It's Pe- nuts. Ju- people who say shit like that have not watched the WNBA. No, no. I guarantee it. Yeah, it, and it's not like I think WNBA. I think WNBA League Pass is only like thirty dollars for a season. I did it last year. That's because uh, I'm a big Storm fan. My dad played for the Sonics. Well, they're in and 2K I, now too. Yeah, I know. Which actually superior version of WNBA. I've played both versions of WNBA and NBA Live and 2K, and by far 2K is better. I just wish that I could customize like they do in W or with regular NBA, like the customization modes, like my league and stuff. Yeah. And I wish they'd have the salaries right because I don't have those right either. That's fair. Come um, on, Ronnie 2K. I pay you $60 a year <laughs> every fucking year. And you can't fix the time. Like, just give me good my league for one year. One, that's or, you know, if you want to focus on WWE and actually put out a good game. Or just sell off your, like, let another company do it. Give it back to THQ. They were yeah, give it, give it to a company that actually wants to do it because obviously they don't want to. Or bring Ukes back. Ukes literally left in the middle of the development. For it's like they're cheating their fans. Speaking of cheating. <laughs> yeah, so. Segway is another nomination for Segway of the Year. So all in the same episode. So the Houston Astros. Uh, were officially fucked. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they got bent over. <laughs> officially uh, accused by the commissioner. Guilty, I guess. Uh, yeah. So what? Their GM and their head coach both fired. Got, well, they got year suspensions. But then the organization—they're not going to be working in professional baseball in the United States. I don't think anymore. May at least not into the extent that their roles are now. They won't. Nah. Uh, they, so they have the suspensions. The organization then fired them. Same thing happened uh, over in Boston. Not same thing, I guess. Only the coach. Oh, the, only the coach because he was part of the organization. Alex was, Cora. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they, they got a new And GM, Carlos Beltran didn't get in trouble at all, which is stupid. Yeah, that's weird. But, yeah, uh, Cora also got fired. What else happened to the Astros? So They got- they lost first and second round picks for the 2020 and 2021 drafts. Okay. Um, that's four top picks. Right and that's years. that's like it. I think they got fined. Okay, that Maybe. doesn't count. <laughs> I, Who I'll the hell? That's up. like four tickets. I'll like, try to, I have Ken, Ken Rosenthal in here. I'll try to find the full yeah, thing. All, all I know is it's as much. And once again, we're talking about this before on the way over here. It's like, you know, I'm glad they did what they did. That's just about as much as they could do. You know, you can't take away too many draft picks. Well, yeah. We were talking about it, and like, I but just, then I was like, "Who are you really hurting at that point?" Because what if it's like the right. potential, like future Ryan Braun, works your way up through the organization, which it doesn't happen. But with some of these guys coming out, I've been watching the College World Series the last couple of years. Holy balls! These guys are nuts. Fine of five million to Houston. Eh, I mean, it's kind of substantial-ish. So I it's mean, more substantial it. than a million. You look at it; they suspended. Which led to a firing of the GM and the head coach. Yep. Five million dollar fine. 
and they lose their first two picks in this year and next year's drafts. It's a lot. It should be more, but I don't know what more they can do. And I've seen a lot of memes, you know, in like st- of like bringing down a plastic toy hammer on them. Like, but like, and I get it. I get it. It does feel like it should be more. You're right. It does. But, but what, what yeah, what else can you do? You take away more draft picks. Like, it's that's not just like you can stupid. suspend the team. No. You could maybe suspend them from the playoffs. Like, like college kind of does. Maybe. Uh, this is gonna. But this that is, seems this over- is gonna lead into like the whole bullshit that we just dealt with with the NFL and the penal the penalties on every or the like reviewing everything. Yeah, it's there's gonna be some bullshit with security now in baseball, and NFL is gonna have to do it too because of stupid Belichick and his dumbass camera guys. So we're gonna be <laughs> seeing this this stupid security stuff start happening, and it's just. It's, I, I don't know how it's going to affect the fan experience, but it shouldn't have to be a thing. But I guess when there's this much money on the line, I guess guys will do whatever it takes. So, yeah, it's a weird situation. Well, and it was so obvious they were cheating too. Like, so obvious. Everyone's <laughs> like, "What the hell is that redundant sound that keeps coming up?" And once people put it together, and they literally could put like what pitch was coming on on their videos. It's it's so funny. It's so funny to watch because you're sitting there and they're like, if you're watching as the, you know, I think one of the games was against the Indians probably. And you're watching and you're an Indians fan. You're sitting there like, are they, what are they doing in the dugout? And then it, you, you, well, you can't even tell it's the dugout on TV. Well, no, but you hear noises. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. only when Houston's batting and it's only before every pitch. And, and it's pretty easy to start putting together. I don't know how they weren't caught earlier in the season. I don't know how. I, I don't know. They only <laughs> did it in the postseason. Was it only the postseason? Yeah. Okay. That's still. why that's why people are more pissed. Okay. 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 That's that why they're like, strip the titles from like who, who wins it then. No one. It's fake it. Much like the 20. Is that like a grayed out? <laughs> I, I, like the I think there should be an level. asterisk against. There should be an asterisk by the Yeah, name. I can see that. Which I think, honestly, that would probably be the most painful thing you could do to them. Because that's, that's, that's the only thing that's going to. You know, actually, because then, yeah. It's the only thing that, that people see. For the rest of eternity, they have that asterisk. And everyone's going to ask why. And then, you know and what, know. though? Bringing an asterisk into the into the record books and base, 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 in baseball, that's a dangerous game. That's a very but dangerous game. But, you know, th- this is an instance where I feel comfortable bringing one in. Then you start looking at home run records. and then Not start... not with this team. Not with no, this no, team. No, 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 not with the team. I'm just saying in general. There's a lot of people that say there should be asterisks by a lot of the people with home run records. Oh, because of the juice yes. and stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. What I, that's what I mean. You bring Here, an asterisk here's my and... opinion on steroids. Let them do them. Agreed. <laughs> but uh, here's my here here here. Let me give you my like my elevator pitch on how professional professional baseball and football well, should be played. Before you do that, real okay. quick. Yeah. In baseball, you take steroids, you get strong, right? Yeah. You still have to hit the ball. Yeah. There's still skill involved. Yeah. There's totally agree. Totally okay, agree. Go ahead. All right. Well, all I those. Think I've heard okay. Something all of those guys can hit the ball. Every single one of those yeah. guys in a uniform can hit the ball. It's the power they put behind the ball is what they're trying to change. That's where the steroids come in. Because when you get to that skill level, everybody can hit. 
everybody can make contact unless you're Ricky Weeks. Well, Fuck that that's guy. That's the thing. You can't just take steroids and all of a sudden you're the best. No, exactly. You still but, have to be a good And hitter. you, you got to learn that body, too, because you get huge. Exactly. All right, so here's my thought process. Listening. So, you know, Vince McMahon had the right idea. He was just ahead of his time. There needs to be two leagues for everything. More specifically, I think three sports. Football, baseball, and hockey. <laughs> One league yes, is for natural athletes. Where you follow all the rules that they followed today, except you probably allow something like CBD or and shit like that. Because that's all getting legal in all the sports. Then you have these other athletes where there's no rules. And it's one of those things where I, I don't know the balance between that. Like, do you have a salary cap on your super, like, roided out guys? No. It's I, whoever wants to do it. Well, but because, like. Because it's not like an organization is going to make it. You're right. It's just no restrictions. Because you could even be a guy from the Goody Two Shoes League playing in the Roid League. Yeah. As a Goody Two Shoes, just showing how fucking good you are. Yeah. So, think, so this is still theoretically a higher league. So, but how do you persuade guys? So I just I feel like it'd also be a bad influence at the same time. Oh yeah, it it would be. But it would be so entertaining. It would be so fun because let's see the let's let's stretch the limits. Could of you imagine Prince Fielder on steroids? <laughs> no, I don't think Chicago would be ready to get the incoming like meteor that would be Prince Fielder's home oh, run balls God. from Miller Park. I once watched him. I'm not even kidding. You can see videos of this everywhere on the internet. I, I went to go see batting practice with them all the time. My dad had the connections with Kent Sommerfeld over at ESPN 540 Milwaukee. And I I got to go see him, Prince Fielder, hit these moon shots out to center. Hit the top of the board. And then leave a little tiny dent in the <laughs> yeah. top of the board. Yeah. And when you look really close, they're all obviously replaced when they put the new board up, right. the new Jumbotron. But it's like, oh, my fucking god then there was finally uh there was another time where we went over there same situation except he hit the actual video board part and it was like an explode like have you ever played the bigs yeah it's that yeah. that happened in real life <laughs> and i was like this man is a superhero like <laughs> this this is what god looks like i remember i don't i don't think it was fielder unfortunately but i watched the game at pnc and some mm. one of the Brewers hit one straight into the Allegheny, and I don't. That's one of the most. It's a magical moment. That one of those. That was one of the most impressive home runs I've seen. It was awesome. I wish I could remember who it was. Yeah, if, if you're not gonna let him use metal bats, let him take the roids. I mean, there's guys that are willing to do it. That's all I'm saying. So, um, really quick. XFL season is upon us in a couple of weeks here. I'm so excited. I, I am significantly more excited than I was expecting. I, I Because no what got me hyped up of all things? What? That rules video they put out. Yes. Some Their kickoffs are awesome. Their kickoffs are great. Their returns are going to be insane. Yeah. I think, I, I think, I think guys are still going to die. But not, at, not at the rate. The, you know, for the NFL, no, they're it, still going to get laid it's out. Though so much safer, and I think it's a great idea. Yo, still, it's still rip return men's rip kickers. And the yes, but I well, yeah, because the I like the conversion rule. I, too. I like their punt rule to the coffin corners. Yes, I love that. You can't punt. Yeah, can't. Marquette King is actually for, playing for the Atlanta team. I've been watching his, his YouTube stuff. Yeah, and he's. I've been watching him practice these kicks. 
He's got him. Oh, it, this is a different game. skill, man. Different skill. And, you know, the conversions, you can do the one from two, I think, the two from five. Two from five and three from ten. Yeah. Yeah. Which you can score nine points. 18-point lead is it only It changes football fundamentally. I love it. I absolutely love everything that they're doing. The onside kick is a fourth and ten or a fourth and fifth. To be completely honest, the way the XFL is playing the way is the way high school football should be played. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Because when you're talking about the the, the quick clocks – Maybe make the yeah. clock a bit longer. Everything else is just safer. Keep the extra points. Obviously, we no. need to. Uh-uh. Okay. Nope. High school kickers are balls. Yes. But we still need people kicking so that we can get kickers. In co- I don't want to eliminate the kicker. <laughs> I like kicking. You got soccer. We're pulling guys out of Australia to be shit. kickers. That's fun. You That's can- like taking steroids for a kicker. Here, I got one for you. The women's soccer team has plenty of girls that can kick 50-yard field goals. Please. I'm telling you. I would genuinely love You know to what? A Maybe player. I we should get Aunt Marie in on this. I th- I think we should do a team up with the women's soccer team and the football team out on out on the Real field. Not even that. I just I want to see if I like I want to see if Wojtek could like do something for him. I, I what what if we've got some hidden gems? Maybe we try to figure that out. I think it's an option. I think that's a pretty decent idea. Interesting. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, uh, XFL. Oh, yeah. But it's, it, it's just it's a safer game. Who's your favorite team? I haven't decided yet. I think I like the Guardians. See, I, I'm kind of favoring St. Louis just okay. for St. Louis' sake. You know? No, all all the kids are the St. Louis team. That's like I I'm cheering for St. Louis. Got a lot of friends in St. Louis that really miss the Rams. I can imagine. I have a friend in Tomahawk who's a Rams fan. And yeah, actually, between them and Utah, Salt Lake City, the Mustangs or whatever they are, yeah. um, my I'll probably go out and see a game or two out there. there my mom's living out there, so yeah, I'm extremely excited to you know once because uh, there's a Chicago team, right? Sure. I think. I sure. don't remember. But if there is, I'm definitely going when the Guardians come to Chicago. I'd probably go into a game. I think. So who's it, who are the quarterbacks? I know there's some pretty notable quarterbacks. Uh, the only one that I really know. I know there's the a Ohio State dude. Yes. Cardell Jones, I believe, is the Washington quarterback. Interesting. I believe. They got to stop putting teams in D.C. No one gives a shit. <laughs> like, I'm I mean, sorry, but, like, I've got I, – I, I've been out in Maryland. Nobody gives a fuck about the Redskins. Like – is unfortunate. Well, yeah, but also change your name. Like, oh, 100%. <laughs> why? Why? why are they still the Redskins? Me and five other guys did a connected franchise, and one of the dudes picked Washington strictly so that he could move them and, and change and the change name. Your name. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Like, even the racist people, are like, come on, Redskins, really? <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, all right. Well, anything else? No, I'm just. We're gonna do coaching changes at some point. Zion will be back soon. <laughs> I'm if ready. He's not still asleep on the bench. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> hey, you gotta hear what that guy's workout. Uh, have you listened to the Zion spot on the JJ the JJ podcast, JJ Reddick podcast? No. Listen to it. Okay. He's working harder right now than anybody else on his roster. I can imagine. So he's gotta learn how to walk. <laughs> yeah, it, he's serious. It's like no, pu- I, yeah, it's I like putting your knee over like your second toe or third Which toe. Is- but, but at that size, you have no, and to. I, no, I completely agree. And I think that in itself, that scenario is just a whole other reason that NCAA needs to put more resources into that kind of stuff. Because there should not be a situation 
where that guy just went through a in, in an entire season in college basketball, which is a billion dollar industry, and he doesn't know how to walk or run properly. That that's not that's not necessarily what it is. There, he does. It's but not, but it's they're they're talking about longevity's sake. So right. he, they could take any of us and teach us how to walk right. or run better. That He's just a three hundred and fifty yeah. pound, six foot nine, huge like demigod. That might not have been the wor- the way. I, I understand it. what you're saying. You know yeah, what I mean. I understand like, what you're saying. That should be something you fix earlier. You know what I mean. I mean, good 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 on them that they're fixing it now, but. I, I I don't think that a school would have fi- I I feel like that's a G League fix. Like uh, that's that's something uh, an NBA development team works on. I that's why I I'm a huge advocate for the G League program. I really cuz you're playing against grown ass men. Yeah. Uh Kostas Antetokounmpo. a a a good friend. I've known him for a long time. Seeing the way he's progressing, you there's a video that just got posted. I think it was yesterday or today. Of his top highlights from the last 30 days. When they're making 30-day highlight videos of you, you know you're doing something right. So I'm seeing two different reports right after another. That Peter King is saying if the Patriots don't bring in Tom Brady, <laughs> they're going to go after Andy Dalton. Huh? Andy Dalton could be the next quarterback in in New England. I'm not even kidding. Two reports, two things right in a row. Who? Boom, boom. I mean, they're for, Instagram for, pages, but they're for, like, uh, but they're, Peter King. I'll try to hold on. Let me. I'll try to find this. <laughs> I don't know about that. <sighs> what? <laughs> that would be wild. I'd rather have RG three than Andy Dalton. <laughs> About that, Shit, I'd rather have Joe Flacco. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dalton gets crap, but he, like I said, I think through the first four weeks of the he's season, he's not going to be good for that Patriots team, though. He, listen, Tom Brady's a system quarterback, <laughs> and I think Dalton can succeed. He won't be great or anything, but he will succeed. They will be a. I mean, it's it's still the AFC East. He can still win some games there. With Nikhil I Harry? think you're on crack. I, hey, man. <laughs> I, I, I think Andy Dalton is, like, the worst choice. I actually don't. Well, okay, not the in- worst, but like, it's not, like, not where I thought. I thought they'd go a little younger. Boom. N-E-S-N. I don't know what that is. Peter King. I'm finding it on multiple sources now. Ew. Okay, Robert Kraft, do whatever you want. Let it, let him go. I'm just saying. I you know I'm fine with it. That means they're not going to be winning as many games. So if Bill Belichick gets Andy Dalton the Super Bowl ring. Remove Tom Brady from Hall of Fame considerations. Agreed. Actually, I want it to happen because I want the Patriots to prove that's true. That that Tom Brady really isn't that good. Yes, that's what I want. Okay, to now I'm now I'm kind of game on Andy Dalton. I want but it to happen. What I will, but that just that's a bigger statement for Belichick. Like yeah. Jesus Christ. That's why Belichick, Belichick, two, three years ago when they traded Garoppolo, they, Belichick wanted to trade Brady. He wanted to go with Garoppolo. He wanted to prove that, hey, this guy's, he might, you guys think he's the GOAT. I'm the reason he's this good. And now Belichick is stuck with this guy. He wants to bring in another guy. If he brings in someone else and wins a Super Bowl. What if they just retraded Brady for Garoppolo? (laughs) Oh, that would be awesome. They, they like, they let Brady retire as a 49er. 
out in Santa Monica in the nice warm weather. I, I don't think Brady would mind it. I think I he'd think, dig it. <laughs> I, Brady, and I mean, I think it seems Isn't like he from I, California? He went to school in Michigan, so... But, I, I mean... I guess I don't... I don't know. Like Jimmy Butler from Texas, and he went to Marquette. Well, yes. <laughs> I, but, like, he Here, wasn't, wait. like, a top guy. So Where is Tom Brady from? Let's ask the good old Siri. Uh, it does, okay, well, Siri's stupid. I'm just saying, Google boy. I think, uh, I think he's going to the Chargers, and I and that might be too obvious, but I think the Chargers would be a good fit. Yeah, I mean, he is from California. Yeah, so Santa Mayo. Yeah, the Santa Ma- San Mateo. San Mateo. Yeah, something like that. San so Mateo. it's almost Santa Monica. Same yeah, thing. So, like yeah, I'm go like drink, Sam. go drink your Pinot and. And go to your overpriced Louis Vuitton stores. And I'm just saying, I, I am, I would become a Patriots fan if they got a different quarterback. Then, I would cheer for them to win the Super Bowl. Really? What if Aaron Rodgers was like, "I'm going to pull Brett Favre and retire, and then come back as a Patriot"? Dude, okay, realist, uh, really, and th- I'm, we're going to end on this because I am, yeah, we're going to end on yeah. this. We're going to wrap this up. Imagine what kind of career. Not only the Patriots, but Aaron Rodgers would have if he was on the New England Patriots ex- instead of Tom Brady. Oh, Jesus. Sweet Lord in heaven above. That would be like, you're talking like 10 Super Bowls. Like 8 they've to been, 10. They've been to 9, and he only has 6. I bet you he has at least 9. <laughs> at, yeah, at least 8, 9, yeah. There's a difference between the most accomplished and the <sighs> best. There's always been a difference. You're right. Tom Brady just had the pieces. I, I now now listen. If Tom uh, Brady can go to a different team and go like eleven and five or something, but I don't I don't think it's fair at this age for him. I I, I can't I can't, no. You're right. I I can't fairly but, make that. Argument. Yeah, if he goes to a different team and he sucks, I that that's not going to do anything to his. But <laughs> if Andy Dalton comes in and they make it to an AFC championship, you're right. Game, you're right. And then Belichick's like. Told you. <laughs> I'm officially cheering for that. Yeah. I might make that happen on Madden. Fair. Anyway, that's all we got time for. Hey, thanks for having me back, man. That of was a lot of fun. You're probably gonna be regular. Oh, honestly. that's cool. <laughs> like, I'm I'm game. I like having this is to, my life now. Exactly. I like having someone to bounce off of. It's easier. Yes. <laughs> and I absolutely love talking with you. So, yeah. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Um, we're gonna do at least once a week. I'm going to try to do twice a week. We'll see what the school schedule starts next week. We'll see what that entails. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? Because we both do Hawk Talk as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, which I, we got to figure that out. God, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, subscribe to that. Give us a review on iTunes to help that grow. Uh, Twitter, at FRKO Podcast. I am at Olsen2K20. Finally changed it. It's legit. I, yeah, that was, like, last week, like, right after I retweeted you, too, which I was like, damn it, KO. That's pretty funny. Oh. Um. Yeah, I realize that too. It's whatever. Um, link in the description. You are also in the description too. You're just at Hanson McElmain. Yeah, I'm just at. Han- I'm not the little kid in the bathtub covered in the suds. Yeah. That's me. That I'm not a creepy pedophile. That's just me. Yeah, link I think for it's that a funny picture. Is also in the description below now. Um, I think. Oh, merch on Redbubble. 
Go buy that merch. Go buy that merch. Get that. Uh, yeah. Until next time. Got me down a new bitch. See how we drop it. Get your ass knocked out. It's KO. Stay fresh. She's back. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Cream logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace and Cream logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo.